What's up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Flagrant 2 No Easy Buckets Analysis by Assholes Water Cooler Commentary for Your Sports Needs. I am Andrew Schultz. I'm here with Akash Singh. Real Life Cast, Yo. Alex Media, and Edin on the ones and twos. we got a special guest Here. that we'll introduce in a second. But this episode is brought to you by Morgan & Morgan. Injured in a car crash, slip and fall, or on the job, you need a law firm that's big enough to challenge the largest, largest insurance companies and corporations in the world. Morgan & Morgan has nearly 500 attorneys, some of them fans of this show yep. uh, throughout the country and they've recovered billions of dollars for clients like you get America's largest personal injury law firm to fight for you with no upfront costs and it's free unless they win visit for the that's for the what's up guys more dates matador tour Ann Arbor Michigan this Friday, one night only, first show sold out. We had a second show at 10 o'clock. Ann Arbor, that's White Detroit, come out. It's 10 o'clock as the second show. We still got some tickets left. Then Saturday and Sunday, we are in San Francisco, Cobb's Comedy Club. Both Saturday shows sold out. Early show Sunday sold out. We had a late show Sunday. There's still some tickets left for that. Go get them very quickly. Um, then we got Indianapolis, Indiana. Come on out. That's the 14th and 15th of June. Then we got Cincinnati, the 21st and 22nd of June. Then we out there in Denver, the 27th through the 29th. And then Houston, the 30th of June. Many more dates. New cities just added. Some cool information. Go to theandrewshows.com for all the tickets you need. Uh, guys. Um, Duce Palooza. In Atlanta, that will be on, goddamn, I'm sorry, let me just pull this up really fast. Motherfuck, 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 motherfuck. Get to DucePalooza.com. We will be in Atlanta June 14th. And I'm waiting for the LA shit to pull up because, all right, damn, my fault. Yes. June 14th, Atlanta, Georgia. Atlanta, Palooza is coming through at the Masquerade. Get your tickets right now. And also, uh, Palooza. Los Angeles will be on June 22nd, the week right after. So, Belasco in L.A., Masquerade in Atlanta. Get your tickets on DucePalooza.com. Yeah. How you late within the read? Hmm? Let's so, go. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Let's start the show. Special guest. Special guest in the building. Okay? Um... I feel like you'd give a much better intro than oh, that no, one. We're going we're gonna to get there. We're going to get there. We're going to get there. You guys know You guys know our guests. Yes. Um, biblically. Biblically. <laughs> very famous. Probably the biggest guest on our show. By far. Yeah, Definitely yeah. sports related. We'll get into that in more ways than one. Mm-hmm. Um, but here's the thing. Uh. I go way back with our she, with our guests. She's told me the same thing. She told me the we exact go same way thing. Back. Yes. We go yes. way back. And, and it has... Um, let's just say who our guest is right now. Right now, we have Lisa Ann. We have we have the, the, one of the, the most goat. famous the goat Lisa one of the most Ann. famous porn <laughs> stars in the history of the game. Lisa mm. Ann, uh, also a connoisseur of sports and athletes, very much so. <laughs> and she also she also used to we used to she used to write for my you website thesnatch.com yes. as well. So we go way back okay, as well. Okay, she had so a great you guys know each other. Now yeah. I gotta say something. I have never seen your work. Fantastic. Well, then to you, Is I'm a that, flight attendant. No. <laughs> if I sat next to you on a flight and you talked to me, because I can tell when somebody really? doesn't recognize me, I would say, No, no, I know oh, I'm you. I'm based out of Dallas. Yes, I'm that's a smart. flight attendant for American. <laughs> that's smart. I'm traveling right now. Yes. But they know. They do. Okay, now here's the weird thing. Yeah. I've seen you do uh, a roast. Yeah. We met each other at the roast of Ron Jeremy. Yes. In Toronto. Yes. And I was looking up to see if I had my roast jokes. 
and I couldn't find my roast jokes, but I forgot what I said about you. But anyway, <laughs> I uh, remember they were all good. Okay, good. And then, and then two, I've seen you obviously comment on sports, but I just realized on the way here that I've never seen you fuck. Wow. And I feel I've seen like, you plenty of times. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm like a rite of passage. Yeah, like, I mean, it's a, is, I'm a, is, is this weird for that? Is that a little, is that, is that, is that uh, Obviously, I'm not your type. Obviously, I'm not in your search bracket, yeah. right? There's something that either I don't, I don't do. This isn't, this you know what it is? Podcast. When I do do Kaz porn, okay. I, I do the, <laughs> I, I like the uh, backroom casting couch. Okay. Right? Because I like the girl to like think she's not in it. You're right, right. <laughs> and you're the opposite. You're like in right. control. You like of more the, the amateur style because it seems like you're kind of peering through a window watching yes. something that's not professional and the girl's a little janky. Yes. Maybe one of her toenails is ripped off. Actually, you know I what I mean? No, I look at the manicure. Right. If it's too well done, I'm like, oh, she knew. You want she something chipped. <laughs> if there's something chipped, I'm like, this bitch had no clue <laughs> and he convinced her. Yes. Shout to Rick. That's real. Oh, so Rick. you know that is real. But I, I like Rick. Do you know Rick, the guy from back? Room casting couch? No. You've never met Rick? No. I'll have to look him up and try and meet him if this is something you think I should do. Oh my God. That would be like a dream for right, me. So but what's, it is what's the specific. Difference? I'll tell you why it's specific because in his shoot info, he doesn't want the girl to have new wardrobe. Yes. He doesn't want the girl uh, to be polished. Yes. He's okay. like, yo, if it's the last day of your manicure and if it's an apple, it do not fix it. Because that's what gives oh, it this. What? This wasn't planned. This for me. I'm sorry. Oh no. Wait, no I was no. about to say, like, yo, so did you? To end it all, it was until Craigslist stopped allowing people like him to get girls and they had to start going through agencies. Oh, so every one of the girls on the show has an agent. Yeah, and they're like new girls, like fresh off the boat new girls. You know, that's what we would so call them out there. kind of new. Fresh off the boat is so funny. <laughs> that's what we call Indian immigrants. <laughs> oh, I know. It's really because oh, you know their parents didn't have we'll a boat. We'll get to you there. No. And, and nothing's fresh either. Nothing's fresh. So leave it at that as well. Okay, 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 okay. Okay, so that's ruined, but there was a time early where they might have been real. Yes, so you yes, gotta yes. Go, there you gotta was go. a time, and you can go back and find that time and live in that space. I think that that's what do I do. Do you know like the time that I like. Listen, the I like yeah. to go to amateur night at strip clubs, which a lot of clubs don't have anymore, yeah. but it yeah. was the worst and the best. There'd be one girl that's like a ringer, right. and then it would gradually go down to like the last woman is a wife of a husband that wanted her to get up there that should never be on stage. She's trying to wear pantyhose to dance nude because she really doesn't want to be nude. Yeah. That shit is great. That's what you like because it's authentic. It's, it's real. so authentic. So how do we to oh now we're renovating porn here. This is like a whole <laughs> right, yeah. innovation technique. So how do we create authenticity with someone like you that we know is in on the gig? You can't. Um, it's a, it's too much, but Pornhub Amateur She's is a new site based with like Pornhub Premium, mm. where talent from anywhere in the world can upload their own content. And this is talent that young girls and guys and couples and whoever. I mean, one couple just shot a scene with a Tesla, yeah. uh, <laughs> the self driving Tesla. So it's like SoundCloud for porn, and you can find a lot of amateur stuff up on the there self, that you would love. The Tesla thing was now this was very smart. Okay, it was brilliant. The Tesla porn was smart because That's there was some creativity. The car is driving itself, mm -hmm. so you guys can fuck. That's while the car really drives. And Musk already commented that he thought it was great and that he knew the car could do a lot of things when it was in self-driving. <laughs> and so like, that was great like, traffic for them. He retweeted. He did he retweet. He did retweet. He did retweet. He did retweet. He did retweet. No shit. Okay, so if I had to start yes. with one video of you. Okay. What should I start with? You should just go all the way back to the beginning when I wasn't as polished. So I would go back to my very first movie, which was called Flesh for Fantasy. Okay, real quick. 
when I look back at my old jokes, I'm like, oh, God, I suck. <laughs> <laughs> when you look at your old, like, dick sucking, you're like, man, what was I thinking? I've come like, a long way. I'll tell you a great story from, <laughs> so from, from, from that shoot. So back yeah. in the 90s, we got paid more for a facial cum shot. Okay. Yeah. And so if you had a 12-picture deal, so you signed for a year, one movie a month, you got paid more for two cum shots on the face, right? This was not very common in the late 80s, early 90s, right? Right. So it was my very first movie. Is that in the contract? The it's in the contract. The face? Yeah. That's, Where, the, that's the wording? It, it, yeah, facial. Now, did you have to okay. work on that? Did you have like agents and like lawyers? Like this has to be, the two cum shots must be. I worked on it myself, it, but I okay. knew I could get more money for two because I had already interviewed girls for two years that were coming in and out of my strip club. I was in Pennsylvania uh-huh. and they were features and I would ask them all these questions like, right. how do I get on the box cover? How do I get my name incorporated in the title? Right. How do I, you know, stay here oh, and not be on like there? like a business. Yeah. Completely. Yeah, yeah. And so I remember we broke right before Harrison the setup and the director <laughs> looked at me and said, okay, we're going to do a facial. And right. I looked right at him and I said, ew, it's come and it's going to be on my face. And that moment went down in history and he still tells everybody that story because now look, it's like now you could, it's normal. I yeah. mean, but that was so shocking it's to me. It's weird if it's not on your and face. And then I had to work on it because then I had to be like, okay, I have to wait for it. What yeah. happens if I blink? I was asking all these questions. Uh-huh. What happens if it goes in my eye? What happens if I blink? What am I supposed to do? Do I look at the camera? Not? And it was yeah. really a moment and now it's just a different so story. Like, so yes, a lot of I've come a long way. <laughs> I've come a long way. Okay, but did you think your skills weren't as good back in the day? Do you think they've improved? I've definitely practiced, yes. And I anything mean, you practice, reps, right? it's yeah, reps, but, yo. But here's the thing I'm curious about, right? Are you only, okay, when you're in there with the with the porn stars, that's different dick. Yeah. Right? Like, right. that's not... You're not getting that it's if you're just at dick. the club. No, yeah. no, no, so, no, no. Especially because he's juiced. He's on PEDs. He's either doing Viagra, he's it's injecting a foot. Uh, yeah. That's the biggest difference, right? Yeah. So it's like if I practice my jumper on a seven foot rim, it's going to be a lot different than if I'm in the game, it's 10 right. feet. So right. it's like whatever you were practicing with is not going to be porn star dick. Right. So then what happens when you're back in the game? You can't really practice that well, much. Well, I practiced off camera with a lot it's of like porn stars situations. for many what is years. That, what is that shit the World Wide West does, that game he has? Well, well, in LA, you got a, a basketball game. What is it called? Not the Drew League. The Drew League. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. It's, so like, it's so like you bring you pros need a dick Drew League the- so, <laughs> so that you can practice your skills in the off season, so you're ready for the Punisher too or whatever your porn star is. I used to dick Drew League started up porn up when I was afraid to do <laughs> anal on camera. I had porn stars come over and practice with me because just your fear is right. I couldn't have civilians do it because uh. I was like, it's not going to be the same thing, and I need a guy that's going to last the 25 minutes, so I know how to endure this situation and so I force guys to come over and practice with me which the guys in the business are very helpful that way yeah I can imagine <laughs> I can imagine <laughs> now you've broke down like a lot of barriers as far as like how I got introduced to her like, yeah, like exactly you were the first 100%. white girl I was seeing like consistently fucking black dudes Stay woke, I was like bro. I was like oh shit yeah. so like <laughs> to me as a horny dude I'm like yeah great this is awesome but I didn't really know like the ramifications of it as far as like black guys getting paid more because or you getting paid less because you would mess with black dudes right so when I started my contract uh, I wasn't allowed to, to work conscious. with, with yes. <laughs> and I didn't know this so when I asked to work with Shawn Michaels at that time they're like no we don't let contract girls work with brothers wrestling? and I was uh, like what like no, this was in my contract <laughs> I didn't realize it so what I did was when I got out of my contract I went to every company and I said I want to shoot interracial and they all said to me it'll ruin your career we won't shoot you in it so I had to do an amateur it's called pussy man auditions I had to act like that girl you love with the chipped nails the nice. weird 
colored hair and the unpolished look and act like I'd never been with a brother before and it was Shawn Michaels. So mm. that started it. What was and then you working I forced, with? What did it look like? It's a nice, it's a nice, it's a nice size. Pull and spring? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, a, good, <laughs> it's, a, good, it's a good size. Too. Smart water? It was smart water. You remember Shawn Michaels? He's legendary. He was See, I'm I thinking about another Shawn. I'm thinking of the heartbreak kid. Not the wrestler. Not the diamond break kid. <laughs> well done. That's what we do over here. Okay, so so that was a big one. So the uh, okay, on behalf of black people everywhere, we thank you for that. That yeah. was that was a big step for us. Thank you. Mm. Okay, the okay. men thank you. The Sean, women do not. And then the <laughs> you know where the women are the meanest to me at at JFK Airport. The Queens women know that their men like me, and they do not treat me. The well. TSA, yes, the female TSA. Yes, they're yeah. so yeah, that mean. Makes perfect sense. Yeah, they yeah, yeah, scare yeah. me. I do everything they tell me to do because I'm so afraid of them. Also, because you won't get on the flight. Well, they've already done this to <laughs> me multiple times. Yeah. <laughs> They've oh, not really? allowed you on the flight. Well, they just detain you long she's enough. She's a that black you miss man terrorist. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, she's the nicest. <laughs> Bro, you out here terrorizing oh, black men. Oh, that's gonna go so fast. She's the nicest. She's the nicest. Yeah. So you are out there taking black dick from these sisters, man. That's fucked up. <laughs> but I mean, I'm not keeping it. No, yeah, they can have it, it back. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Can true. we talk about this little thing that I like to put so in my before, pocket? Can we say before the show started? Hold on, hold on. We're not gonna leave this. No, we're not. We're not. Lisa was flirting with him so hard. Now he's pretty. He's a pretty. He's a beautiful man. He's so pretty. No joke. No joke. Hung. <laughs> Thor's hammer. Facts. So it's a third leg. I've seen it. Like a kickstand. Yeah. I mean, listen. They sure. call him the Billy Goat. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. But, you know what I mean? Nah, stop lying. You're being you know bashful. what? With, with handwriting that small, I think it's big. You see how small he writes? Look at his little handwriting. You, you need a microscope to read his handwriting. That's the only thing you need a microscope for. <laughs> be honest with you. Stop it. Akash, stop it. Akash is a big deal. We know you're a He'd be Akash, great in a right. MILF movie. So like, he funny. shows up. To, he's the IT guy for Best Buy. Like, you know what I mean? And he shows up to tell you that you haven't been looking at enough porn. Yeah. And then next thing you know, he you shows you what. You don't have you enough viruses. You have enough viruses. viruses on this thing. <laughs> <laughs> That's the problem. Let's bring a few viruses over here. You need a floppy disk? Did I age myself? Did I age myself? Is it a little too old? You need a new hard drive. Okay, so Big Dick Akash, that's what we usually call him on the show, right? So, but he's he's super bashful about his big dick. It's like the weirdest thing because he understands it doesn't fit his body. Right? It's like cartoonishly large. He doesn't look he doesn't look big. You know what I mean? He doesn't look like he has a big dick. Here's the weird thing about it. It's fat. Animal. This is common in the business. If you hear about a lot of performers like James Dean when he was 18 and got in the business, he was just yeah. a dick on a stick, just like mm. you are. I'm right. Dude, and, a stick on a stick. And the smaller. Dick on a yeah. stick. Yeah. Wow. That's what call it. I'm Indian Ron Jeremy. Ron yeah. Jeremy. Ron Jeremy. Ron Jeremy. That's the name of the episode. Ron Jeremy. And there it is. There Real it is. Talk. Wow. Man. Okay, so did you know? Okay, when you walk in the room, are you so? You know how like women have gaydar and like men have gaydar. They could tell if someone's gay. You, got you have dickdar dick in can, some sense, yes. So mm. you could tell that he had a huge dick. Just and by sometimes looking. I can tell that someone's going to disappoint me as well, and I hey. do not Whoa. feel that you are going to disappoint <laughs> Put your me. Hand Yo, <laughs> stop it, bro. Stop it. Stop okay. being so damn bashful. So Akash has big dick energy, mm. right? He 100%. does, 100%. God, like we've been horse, telling God, people been this. Telling this I mean, who walks around this city in that cap and that shirt being fly? He does. <laughs> oh, and why does he do that? Because oh. he can. Wow. Yeah. 
research project later we've never seen it hard or soft we just know we've heard rumors photograph it but I'll tell you that's the thing I've heard rumors I see that the big dick energy you just kind of you off right absolutely I've seen it I've seen it slinging that thing around walking around swinging that thing thank god he's wearing the fucking pants dude sometimes he'll wear shorts and like and it's getting episode, hot out now it so will you know. fall out the, it will <laughs> fall out one of the yeah. shorts in the episode it's like shorts one of those black guys used to the play basketball in the NBA you know, when he used to wear when he yeah. first came yeah. to the league that's why I wear it real talk nah I got a girl yeah. Yeah. Well, see white white she's a smart woman they're never single either the dick and the stick is never single never single so true the girlfriend always with them Yep, they don't wow. let them go, and they don't very talk true. about how good they are in bed because they don't want anybody this else to try true. to jump on. They've it. been together for a while too. Yep. Like, yeah. she, she will she deal knows, with she knows anything. What's going on. Mm-hmm. She knows what's do going girls on. do that? Do girls, if they hear that a girl that a guy's good in bed, do they try to take of it? Of course, really? Yeah. So you think girls are going to be sliding into DMs because now they know how big and fat his fucking dick is? <laughs> <laughs> Quite possibly. This could happen. Boy, <laughs> I heard about That's you. That's my boy. Big dick oh, in the stick. Oh no, bro. We should make a Tinder, shit. fake Tinder. We should make him a child's and book. And see what happens. It'll <laughs> <laughs> be a pop-up book. <laughs> yeah, we need to do a pop-up book. Oh, Who would have thought? thought it took Lisa to come here for us to realize how big Akash's dick is? <laughs> yep. You just knew it. Bro. Yep. She locked she in so fast. Mm-hmm. That was crazy. Now I'm freaking him out. Yeah, you can, you can see it. Like, you can see it. Oh, 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 this is a bully, yo. She gonna want that dick. <laughs> I like this, yo. I like this. Man. She, she is a bully, bro. That's why I can't watch the porn because she's in too much control. You're in too much control. Yeah, I understand. That is not for everyone. I would rather like I watch only foreign porn because I don't know the talent, right? And they don't speak English, so it just you can just play music. And and it's just different. Like you know? after we became friends, I stopped watching it. Of course porn. you like, did. Like, well, that's, that's normal. That's, that's yeah. what a civilized person well, I'm does. I'm about to do <laughs> the opposite. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that says about me. But I got some Googles to do. What was the name of the first one again? Flesh for fantasy. Flesh for fantasy. Alex got it up on the phone. Okay. It was shot on film, so it doesn't really translate to the oh, internet very well. Hold on, it was shot on film? Yeah. How old are you? Forty-seven. They had the shit that was. Took four hours to shoot the same scene that would now take thirty-five minutes. And the guy had to stay hard for four hours without yeah. Viagra. No Viagra. So we or would. Blue Shout out to Blue Shout we Blue would have a, a private room <laughs> okay. where, when they were relighting the area the and everything, and nope, just the talent would go in the room together and be intimate and keep each other going. Wow. It was the girl's actual responsibility. That's where I learned the most about sex. So you would practice off camera. You had to keep the guy hard yep. off camera. Yeah. But not make him come. Right. Right, but you just want to keep That's them like engaged. Torture. It was tough because it was <laughs> yeah, a long like, time. Four, Four hours of intimacy, time. like not even just sex, intimacy. That's yeah. exhausting. Yo, imagine oh, how lightheaded you would get with your big ass dick full of blood, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that he could be hard for four no. hours. You no. might You'd die, pass bro. out eventually. You like, might there's die. No much, there's no blood he's, left he's in his head. Real down here now. He's supposed to be a dark skinned Indian man, but he's so blood deficient because it's just hanging at the bottom of his dick. Dude, his dick looks like the Liberty Bell. That's what it is. It's just heavy down there big old helmet <laughs> are we freaking you out you can tell he's good he's good we need to get him horny so this table lifts <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> what if you just start hearing thuds at the bottom of the table? <laughs> <laughs> Someone knocking at the door? What? <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, he get the door, he just whips it over there like Indiana Jones. <laughs> it's like one of those toys you used to get a pup boat where you just open shit up. Get over here. Finally leaning in. Well done. Big dick, Akash. Dick on a stick. Okay. Oh, BDA. That's your name, bro. So now that we know what you would search, what would you search? What is your What is your idea porn? I don't watch porn. I don't know. What do you jerk? What do you jerk off to? If you have to jerk off, you just got to get it out the system. What do you jerk off to? Like if you go to the best of real up here. Yeah, like just the old med, just the old spank bank. Someone like using coupons. So well. what's in your spank <laughs> bank? <laughs> hey. Saving money, bro. Is that his if thing? this motherfucker oh sees hey, money saved, I go on slickdeals.net and I just fucking hammer it out. <laughs> Yo, real talk, hotel tonight. Most you back off that. <laughs> I got the four seasons for $75. <laughs> hey, Priceline neighborhood deal? I said foreplay for me. Me and my girl get on that shit before sex. Like, hey, see what you get five stars for, boo. Bro, some saliva and extreme couponing on TLC. That's a night. That's a night. That's this, a night. This, this, this episode's already off the fucking rails. <laughs> Sorry. Right. No, no, no. This is All right, perfect. Cass, this is all right, Cass, so what about you? If you got a whack, what do you... Well, I got a whack? Black. Uh, I'm, I'm an oh, ass guy. Black. I'm an ass guy. I love black. Black yeah. is great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, just like, I like to beat off the shit that I usually don't get. So, like, I date mostly black women. So, white right. women. So, yeah, yeah, I mean, you know, some white chicks be in there. Yeah. But, you know, like, I like... Like how you say like amateur porn? I like my porn fucking clean, well produced. I like to see the fucking. I like my 4K you're shit. Quality, you're a man of quality. Yeah, I'm a man of quality. Yeah. Like if it's like well produced shit, I'm like, oh wow, like, I can see like the fucking, the boat behind the fucking window, <laughs> like whatever. Like I just like my shit like highly produced. Okay, like, really? do you know what you would but love? But if it's low quality, like I watch it through like a cell phone. Yeah, like if yeah. they do like the selfie shit. Amateur porn seems sad. Like, yeah. you, like it does. Not that's why I like it. That's what I meant. Okay, but you know what you know what you would love. You know what I did just get into? I, I just go to the negotiation. I, I don't just start getting into like OnlyFans and shit. Oh, yeah, because that's the shit. We make it ourselves. Yeah, you make it in your cell phone. I have OnlyFans. Yep, it's the greatest thing ever. You have OnlyFans. It's linked to our Twitters. Mine's at the real Lisa Ann. Uh, yes. Except with porn, yes. Okay. And you can mm. do live, you can do videos. So wait, you can... you're fucking fans? No, 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 no. <laughs> Some girls are. But mm. I'm just doing solos with it. Like tonight, when I get back to the hotel, I'll put a stand up in my bathroom and I'll just video me taking my shower. Because mm. why would you waste that? Somebody wants to watch that. Yeah. And then I'll put up my OnlyFans. The internet is crazy. You can monetize but anything. I just thought of something you would love. Okay, go. So I still feature dance about six months a year, two weekends okay. a month. And I go into these clubs and I'm always in the office. And they have this wall of cameras. And you get to watch every single lap dance taking place at that moment. And really? literally, I can watch it and narrate hours. it for hours. hours. <laughs> because I narrate hours. the girl that's talking to the guy and you see the guy like annoyed that his wife talks and he wants this girl doing something then you see the girl that's wasted she's flat out having sex with the guy I'm like oh just saw penis (laughs) and the girl that's barefoot and it's climbing all I Lisa, let me so tell you much. something. Next time I go, I'll video it and narrate it for you like I do my friends and send it to you. No, no. You Please send that to me. If too. we're in the yeah. same city. <laughs> or you have us come. This, uh, let me tell you how much I can watch the security cam at a Walmart. It doesn't even have to be <laughs> pornography. 
I love it. Me too. I lived on the second floor in my apartment. Okay. My dad had binoculars. This is like some like legendary like passed down creepy shit. Yeah, I'm about to say, this, just, this sounds a little creepy. My dad, oh, my dad would just sit on the window and just like eavesdrop on people's conversations. I love it. But I, I love it. For sure. yeah. I love Even it too. Even not sexually. If you add sex, it's just going to be that much better. What was that movie? Was it Sliver years ago? What was the movie where there was a guy that was up in the top of the building? He watched everybody in their apartments that on camera. Familiar. That was Andrew so good. Because I was like, <laughs> I talking about my childhood. I could yeah, watch that. But the, the yeah. lap dance room is Dude, real talk. I mean, come on. Oh, you're right. Break that, man. Yeah. <laughs> I'm fucking giving out the address yeah, of my family. Damn, bro. Shit. Mark that. Please, please. Wow. That dick is talking for you right now. No common sense. All the blood's down See, there. Blood's God, <laughs> it happens, you guys, so quickly. So, yeah, okay, maybe I could get into that. You would like that. Huh? You would like that. All right, what else? What else should I try out? Uh, you know what? I'll be honest with you. I don't like watching too much porn because I think it affects my... It affects me sexually sometimes. It does. You know, I'm speaking on this topic next week in London at the Oxford Union about what porn is doing to the mind melt of young people and how it's changing their reality of what they expect should happen to them. I'm Mm. opening my speech with this. 99.9% of what you see on the internet will never happen for you. So just forget about it. People get paid to do it. Most of the talent are doing things they've never done Mm. in their real life before. They might not ever do it off camera. How right. many people are able to arrange a gangbang off camera? Kind of right. hard. Yeah. You right. know what I mean? Gotta meet you know, a bunch of you know people to be available us, at the same though? time. No one flakes. Uh, right. You know what I mean? All these mm. things. They yeah. all get along. No one's going to kill you. Uh, it's tough. Yo, that is so, it's hard yeah. to get like a guest here sometimes. <laughs> Let, exactly. And this you is know just what I'm for saying. talking, not you know even fucking. Like, th- that right. is a great point. Just the logistics yeah. of a gangbang. Like finding three people that are available on a Tuesday night in your city. Yeah, yeah, you might have some shit to do. You got, you know, homework. I book one every six months, and it takes me four months you to book a, what? a gangbang for that I produce purposes? and I shoot, okay, okay. I direct. Do you fuck how, for not it? video ever? I do. And I only shoot two days a month. That's it. Okay. So two scenes a month. But I do fuck you, off camera at home. Does, does fucking off camera is that? Completely Affected? different than you're on camera. Completely Are you like a mush? Different. You're a mush, huh? No, but you can be intimate. Like you it, on camera, you're What's always opening up for the camera. She just camera. wants to like be held and shit. No, no, no. Like, oh, no, no, missionary. No. I know my like, angles that are good. Tip. I know what looks good. I know how to give the right camera angle, even the person I'm with at home. But uh-huh. yeah. it's really about you have to stay open for the camera. You're under these hot, bright lights. No, fuck the camera. I'm talking There's... about just your your intimate stuff. You and a person off camera fucking at home. Right? How lame is it? It's not lame. Be at honest. All. Why are would you it be performing well i'm not thinking of being on camera but i still want to turn my guy on so i still want to do the right things provide the right angles he's fucking the top 0.1 percent of fuckers <laughs> on the planet i tell him that sometimes when he wants to facetime when he wants to facetime with like me LeBron i say James people pay like. for me to cam with them i don't think i should facetime with you for free this is awful so I this do. is your boyfriend that you have now or kind husband? of a, a boyfriend kind of but yeah. are you guys open are you guys closed we've What's been the deal? open for a while and now i think we're well you're closed. open two times a month yeah, yeah, yeah. he's fine with that. Yeah. So he's cool with you getting fucked two pi- times a month yeah. by other guys. Yeah. Even the facials, he's yes, cool with that. Yes, yes. Because that you can't, like, does he ever kiss you and it's salt? Oh my Salty gosh, I always, I don't see him on the days that I shoot. That's kind of a role of mine. Okay. But what do so you do? So there's multiple showers involved between that and that. A lot of showers. Oh know, yeah, you shower he, once on set. I would make you, you do shower that thing once that when makes you get your, home. your head all then red. Then you go to the Microdermis. spa. Microdermis. 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 Yeah. No, but I always put in my schedule days that I'm not available to hang. Gotcha. So you just say, we can't hang these days. I have to get a micro facial. Or I'm busy. These days are blacked out. 
<laughs> My last movie was called Blackout. Really? Yeah. Really? It's Makes a series. Sense. It's a series. Right. It's a gangbang okay. in it. Um, Here's the reason a gangbang is tough. You also have to find a location where you can have multiple cars or you need to coordinate Ubers for everybody. It's crazy how long then it's you, taking you to get to six dudes. And then you can't have carpet. you got to have a location that has some sort of tile or floor that they're okay oh with this God. much semen on That's it, of course. Of That's interesting as well. There's a lot of okay. details. Here's something okay, I don't yeah. get. How do the guys all come at the same time? It's not easy. <laughs> it's not easy. I mean, that's she's very the goat, tri- bro. No, like, no offense. I'm, no, like, no offense. I'm, I'm like the conductor. <laughs> okay. But like this, though, like this. Yeah, I'm like the conductor. You know? And then you hope for the best. And then okay. there's editing as well, so you can you can you can sneak some stuff to make it look like it happened more at the same time. And do the dudes ever come on each other and then they try have a fight? not to? They never fight about it. If but you come if it on happens, me, it happens. They're all professionals. That's yeah. a fight. Yeah. Like, the second you know. my dick gets soft, we're It's a work hazard. When I was an agent, I booked a guy in a boy girl, a boy boy girl scene. He didn't like the other guy, and so he called me on the way from set. I, said, I came on. on. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I was like, wow, that was spiteful. He goes, he didn't care. I'm like, that's awesome. <laughs> Yo, if someone comes on you, bro, that's that's it. I'm retiring. We got a fight. It's over. It's career. Like, Yo, that's over. Well, you might hit your neighbor's place by accident. Yo, real talk. You, you ever see those like hipster kids that got the holes in their ear? They're like this. That's big. from Akash coming on. <laughs> They're like this big now. Exactly. I think it's a. I think it's Hold a Bluetooth speaker. Like yeah. I don't know what it is. Yeah, makes me feel oh, old. Jesus God, Christ. that is so tricky. That coming at the same time thing. Yeah. I've never thought about that until you. Literally I thought that was a crazy it. question, and then she was immediately like, "It's tough." It it's is because <laughs> it's on you this to is make a them legit come. Question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah no, I is didn't it think on about you it. to make them come at the same time, yeah, or do they the hold guys, some responsibility? We get to the She's point the director, where bro. they're like That's right. two minutes out, and mm. then they all synchronize at that two minute out. Most guys want to set up. You know, mm-hmm. they want to cool off a little bit. They have their thing they want to go through, and then they're ready, and then everybody gets ready at the same time. So is there? It doesn't really go directly from the scene to that moment. There's usually about five ten minutes. Some guys like to smoke a joint. Smoke a cigarette. Like they have this break time that they need between the actual sex and when they're actually gonna pop. What? Yeah, oh. whatever their method is, I support it. It's I just, weird. you know, it's in- different, interesting. It is interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Like, I, I didn't know. even know. I, I was was about to say, like, do they ha- is there like do they have like a a, a cue, kind of like a quarterback when they're like, oh, if I'm open, I'm like, yeah, Do you know like certain people's like ticks when they're, I like, do? About and to? with with if it's like it's just a boy girl scene, just me and another guy. Yeah, you know, he can cue my camera person when there's a setup where his head's off camera, and he'll be able to go like, okay, I'm two minutes away without us even stopping. So there is some hand two signals minutes? and communication going on these guys have it down to I a science because like that's what they do <laughs> <laughs> I got like eight seconds back like, I yo, two minute warning a minute fifty seconds before we start okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey get ready bitch it's <laughs> 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 about to begin and end does she you, have to get ready in the other room and yeah, work her yeah, way yeah, towards yeah. it do you ever Profi. feel uh, you or do, have you gotten used to the double takes of people not knowing how they know you and then figuring out how they know you. I've gotten very used to it. And because now, I imagine that's most of your life. It's like, yeah. is that a waiter for my local restaurant? Yeah. Oh no, that's Lisa Ann. And there's a different look in the eye when people realize like it's almost like that adrenaline kicks in yeah. because they realize they've, they've masturbated you. It's, yeah, it's yeah. different than another celebrity or an athlete yeah. or somebody yeah. like they love. You're a big part it's, of people's like maturity level like yeah. when they grow so up. So it becomes yeah. like some people panic, they go to shake my hand and it's just like dripping wet. <laughs> With you know, cum. Like, With what? Yeah, what or they start sweating by their face or they, or they want 
take a selfie, but they can't because their hand is like this. And I'm like, yeah. I got you, boo. You know, but yeah. And it's and it's really pretty much 99.9% of my outdoor life. Anywhere I go, grocery store, gym. Today, I was trying to have a meeting with my boss outside of the serious building. And we just got, it was nonstop. Mom's. And then there was just like a crowd around waiting for the meeting to end. That's they were just staring at us. I was and like. It's, <laughs> and it's the glass door office, right? We so actually decided you? I wanted to sit outside. Oh, okay, gotcha. <laughs> which was a dumb idea. <laughs> did, you, did you think about getting famous as a porn star when you started was it like there was no internet so you know the girls that shot then we shot on videos on VHS they only made so many copies yeah. and it was done so we literally thought this is gonna fall off the shelf one day and then nobody and the girls who shot back then don't get recognized like I'll use Christy Canyon for example she has a show on Sirius she's been in the business for years but hasn't shot since the internet she doesn't get recognized when she's out because it's two completely different mm. worlds and her product was never put on the internet so that film was never transferred so it's different generation and yeah the internet has changed the game so I couldn't even have that thought process when I started to know how big this would get now you really got big with the, the nail and pale and stuff yes. right so like what was the difference between like that moment and like like before when it was just like you came through you came through like the video era and then when this like big viral moment happened with the presidency, like that moment was when my friends started telling me like if you see a black car pull up, they're gonna put you in the trunk and take your body for organs. Like that, my friends were so freaked wow. out wow. because okay. it's Whoa. it's a it's politicians and there's activists and there's people that are just so far right. And by the way, I did just visit Wasala, Alaska, uh, which is where Sarah Palin lives. We didn't link up, <laughs> no. but I did take a photo of me by the sign that says "Welcome to Wasala," uh, which Must was awesome. But it was a game changer because. Uh. It took me to mainstream press that I had never done. Uh, you know, I had CNN reaching out to me for I had people like I was doing regular interviews and it was so bizarre to me because I'm like, wait a minute, I'm playing a porno role of this woman. Why do you, why are you taking me so seriously? I mean, this is how ridiculous America is. Right. You've bought into this. You've bought into that I have some views. I literally watched her do that VP debate and it was the day I got the call asking me if I would do the role. And I watched that debate and just she had this black shiny suit on a couple pair of lashes and I'm standing up right in front of my TV and I'm like, I kind of gotta. Like, I get it. <laughs> she's easy and she's fun and she just kept speaking and, and giving us... And she also fucked black guys. This is she true. She sure did. Glenn, Glenn Rice. Rice. Mm -hmm. Glenn Rice. And I Glenn have a Rice set of secret sign by Glenn Rice that I collected after the Palin <laughs> Really? Rice. Signed with what? Nice. His signature. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> she did, yeah. But okay. that was a game changer for me and that yeah. just changed my notoriety right after that. I was able... I did the Eminem video for the song We Made You. Right. Which was an epic experience. Mm -hmm. Of course, sure. you can imagine... Yeah. Artists every week reach out to my people like, will she shoot this video? And I'm like, you know what? After you're in an Eminem video, yeah. why would you ever do another music video? <laughs> yeah. I don't want the money. I don't want like nothing can be better than that. Right, right. How much longer are you going to do it? A couple more years here and there. It's not a commitment. My main goal really is to just build my career with Sirius because I love doing fantasy sports. Right. I'm really getting myself into the betting gambling aspect of this new world we're all going to be living in eventually when it's legal in New York right. and in California. Mm -hmm. And I just like talking on the radio. It's an now, easy gig. Do people ever... Um people ever criticize your knowledge of sports they do and they did a lot more when I first started mm -hmm. uh, so what I did was just studied harder right and I just made sure that I wouldn't get myself like I'll take cue cards before every season to the gym with me for weeks and just memorize every trade that's happened and just repeatedly read it pronunciations everything right. just so that I don't get it because I have to prove myself more than somebody else would and I'm willing reasonable. to do that yeah. I'm mm -hmm. willing to do that because like you have you have a connection to some athletes that a lot of people obviously don't know right, right? It's like you fucked athletes, right? Right. And now you're talking about sports. Right. But 
that doesn't necessarily mean you know right. about sports. Like, I've fucked models, but I don't know about clothing. <laughs> You know what I mean? That's a very subtle flex, by the way. No, but I'm not very, but we've all fucked models. I'm not putting models on a pedestal per se. You know what I mean? Akash would break some if he did. I guess what I'm saying is like my proximity, me doing that wouldn't make me feel like I know about what they do. But I knew about sports my whole life. I was raised in a big sports family, so it was basketball and football. For example, Eden has fucked illegal immigrants. That doesn't make him an expert. He is an illegal immigrant. And by that I mean jerked off. And it is jerked off. I was very much wondering where that was going. Should have guessed that. No. So I guess I guess what I'm saying is I guess what I'm saying is like so people are gonna have a natural um, doubt doubt when it comes to your knowledge about sports. The first year was tough. The right. first year was filled with how am I supposed to take fantasy sports advice from a girl who takes dicks in her ass. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then I realized I'm just sorry that that guy never had a girl let him stick his dick in her ass. Right. That's really what that's about. <laughs> yeah. It's not about me. Right. It's about his dick envy. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. For, you know. So I learned how to flip it, but it was a bit shocking, but I was kind of prepared for it because Look at the masses, right? I look yeah. at my peers. Yeah. Not always the best examples on TMZ passed out in the mid strip in Vegas or right. getting carried out of a club. So I look at the numbers and I'm like, okay, I come from this group, of course, but I just work harder at it. I just study all the time. I listen to my channel about six hours a day. I listen to about eight hours of sports news a wow. day. Wow. Mm. So the, the interesting thing about fantasy, right, which I think benefits you, is at the end of the day, your commentary is worth something if it's good and it is, uh, what's the opposite? It, it actually hurts someone if it's bad. Right. Right? So it's like, they don't give a fuck if you know about the sports or not if your picks are making them money. Right. That's exactly true. So you have to make the money. Right. And eventually they go, well, I don't care if she takes dicks in the ass. Right. But and if you don't make the money, right. you're like, this dick in the ass taking bitch lost me $500. <laughs> right. And that's what it comes down right. to. Yeah. And if somebody's going to ask you a question and you don't do the accurate research to right. find out the matchup, the weather, anything potential that could change the name of that game. Yeah. You're doing them a disservice. Don't yeah. answer the question. So now, I find now you my wrote, time. You wrote the book. Like, yeah. how did writing the book like help you like transition into like the radio world and doing fantasy sports? Writing the book really helped me like organize my thoughts and see all the things that I've done and see what opportunity was really out there for mm. me. It also helped me understand that like as many people that have come at me in my life with judgment and with their lack of understanding of my choices just being different than theirs, I've lived a pretty cool fucking life, you Mm -hmm. know? I just had to get a new passport, not because mine expired, but because I filled it. And when I landed at LAX, the douchebag fucking stamped a hole in it. He's like, your passport's (laughs) too full, you gotta get a new, I was like, well, I was aggressive. But the cool thing is I've cut it apart I'm blowing it up and putting it on a canvas in my house right. because that's an accomplishment that a lot of people won't have and that's because of the business. Yeah. So the the risks I've taken <clears throat> have rewarded me in ways that many people won't understand. How much uh, is the most money you've been offered for sex? Oh, in like to be with a stranger, like prostitution, a ton, but I've never done it. Really? Never. Now that's like this the is number, common though. though. Like, Half a million. So $500,000, wow. some chick from you know Saudi Arabia or something like that wants it. I would never. And you say no. No. $500,000? No. To me, a one-on-one experience, I'm giving a piece of my soul to somebody. I'm sharing myself. To me on set, I'm getting my freak on because I'm being watched. I know other people are going to watch. I'm creating a product that everybody's invested in. Right. And 
I feel a part of this thing, this this really unique thing that not many people could do, feel good about it, present themselves. So I feel this like substance here. When it comes to the one on one, I'm like, it just scares me. I'm afraid to be like, I'm not going to go on a date with a stranger either. Mm, right. You know, so no, I've never done it. What about 10 million of something? No, said I that? still wouldn't. Even if you just donated all of it to Flint for no, water. I wouldn't. That's <laughs> right. a great you idea. Do that for the yeah. yeah, for That's Flint. A, okay, you know what? For Flint. For maybe for Flint. For Flint. But would I actually have to have sex with a guy? You know what I mean? Well, ten million for Flint that would make a huge difference. So maybe for that reason I would, because I'm <laughs> yeah. all about clean you water. You are all about yeah, giving back to the black community. <laughs> <laughs> That's <laughs> really what it is. <laughs> Lisa Hammer, the hero we didn't know we wanted, or something. <laughs> Whatever that saying is. Okay, ten million because ten million is different. Like it is. I would, would give a piece of my soul. Would I have to pay the tax yeah. on it, or would he have to pay the tax on it? We got to work all no this tax out. There's business. Ten million flat. Okay. It's, it's a charitable donation. It's tax deductible. Tax yeah, but deductible. when I get the money as the earner, I got to pay income then tax on it. Then you just donate it, all that, bang. Okay. Oh. That, that goes out of your income. So 10 mil. Okay. I'm saying this is Total a hypothetical. Hypothetical, but, but only for Flint. 10 mil is a lot of money. You could do whatever you want with right. it. You could build wells and it in Africa. And can't be a guy in Dubai or in Saudi Arabia or anything like that. It has to you're be not in the US. Into, you're not into the brown guys. I'm not guys. going to the sheik. No, it's not that. Yeah. Okay. It's not that. <laughs> 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 I was about to say, this is the first like interaction I've seen you with a white woman that wasn't contentious <laughs> ever. So yeah. you're you're in a very yeah. privileged place because yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I just noticed that Kaz doesn't have his Invisalign in. I think because <laughs> I can't I can't, can't talk. talk oh, you want to yeah. talk to yeah. 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 You want to get all your bars well, out? This was my last one though. Oh so, really? Yeah, yeah. So it's important today, Kaz. Yeah, man. My mouth is always important, so you know. Hey. hey. Okay. Um, all right. So we found <laughs> found something with a situation. It's just a. It's just. It's a thing that I think a lot of um, very few small percentage of the population gets to go through. Like yeah. they get to put themselves in that moral dilemma. Like would I? Yeah. Like mm. nobody's offered me half a million dollars for my dick. Yeah. Right. Yet. Mm -hmm. And would I give that to them? I think yeah. All signs are yeah. I mean, <laughs> I've performed stand up. At so uh, like a buffet, yeah. So Stand up it's ten dollars like, for is nothing, for free. right? Right, for right. Free. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. It's right. like, who am I to turn down half a million for right. my dick? But you're right? making it now. You're making big money. I heard you had an interior decorator. Listen, hey, yeah. 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 some lady come on. Yeah. You know, I got that going right now. If you want to sit in an Eames chair, it's fake. You got a fake one at all? I heard all about that. Okay, okay, I've been listening. So dope. Okay, Lisa. Yes. I want to know. I want to know what you think is the future for Lisa Ann. I want to know what happens. I want to know realistically. Directing. You're directing. Are you going to be more producer in a biz? You leave um, in a biz. I you think the business is going to. I think the business is going to dissolve itself in the next two years, and everything is going to be self-produced. I think there'll be a couple small companies like Blacked. Mm. Uh, there'll be like four or five companies other than Brazzers. I like Black. Greg Lansky. Girl, he loves us, right? <laughs> there'll be Brazzers. There'll uh, be there'll be uh, Reality Bang Kings, Bang Bros. Yeah. Right. There'll be about five players. That's it. Everybody else is going to go under. Now the talent doesn't need to show up to deal with some slimy director who's an asshole when they can just bust out their phone and take a bubble bath at home and make the same money. And it really is the same money. Mm. So the control's been taken back. The problem now is no one wants to work. You can try and book a movie. 
no one wants to work. Mm. And the guys who work every day are even noticing a difference where mm. they don't want to do just OnlyFans. You got, you got they somebody got to ready to work over here. I do believe that it's going to really do itself in. One question I did have, like, you know, people always say like porn directs where technology is going to head, right? Is there anything that you've seen in porn that you're going to say like, oh, everyone's going to be doing this in like the next like couple years? trying to do 3D and, and all of this for so long and mm. it's so weird because Virtual no one reality, understands right? the yeah, yeah, yeah. that's like VR and stuff. VR mm. is huge but like no one really understands the equipment and you're taking people that are from our industry and you're having them operate equipment that maybe they're not that great with it has yeah. to be shot a certain way they browsers is, is starting a video game where we get to make a little bit off of our name mm. uh, we get to tell them what we wouldn't what wouldn't want to do and then these guys will come in and pay so much to be director and say I want Lisa Ann this guy and so that's what they're working on. That's their ultimate awesome. experience. <laughs> like porn 2K? Yeah. That is amazing. Yeah. You get to build a porn star? It is amazing. just you like that. You yeah. build, now, do you build it from the ground up? You can build it. You can build it. Can you go to career mode and like be a bad father? Yeah. And like do everything you can to get there. Like miss cheerleading practice. And she's like, ooh, I'm going to suck some dick today. I think we're going to stay with all things that were above 18 years old. Right, right, right. And that'll make that better. But career mode you have to Dynasty mode. Dynasty yeah. mode. Yeah. 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 Porn isn't leaks. built in your twenties, right? No, it's built no, in your it's early teens. In your yeah. early teens, one yeah. million percent. So, how did you end up doing? Did you have some fucked up childhood? I was on my own at sixteen, and really? I start. I didn't want to. My biggest thing was I just didn't want a GED. Yeah. Uh, it was a, devastating to me to have a GED. So I uh-huh. stayed in high school, which wasn't easy. I had to go to school till noon. <laughs> so the school had to have. G- <laughs> the school had to have me working at a local Wait, dentist office till six, and then right. that wasn't enough to pay my bills. Right. So I started driving all over New Jersey and PA, Philly, you know, the tri-state area and right. doing bikini contests. Ah. And they were a pretty good hustle because you could make 500 bucks a pop and for me that would like help me for like a month, you know? And I started running the circuit while strippers do bikini contests and eventually a girl came up to me she said, hey, I'll help you get fake ID and I can take you to my club and they'll never know. And so I got fake ID and started dancing. But even before this, like your relationship with your parents and all this stuff, you hear these tropes about porn you know, stars my and parents, strippers. They, and if they got a report card, I'm pretty sure it would be an F. Really? Yeah. Yeah, you know, (laughs) it is what it is. We don't have a relationship. Not at all. No. Really? Mm -hmm. And then what what happens? Like, what happens, do you think, the psyche that allows or, like, pushes girls maybe to do this? I think there's two different thought processes, right? I'm sure you've thought about this a million times. There's the broken girl that is looking for attention, and this is a great way for that validation, right? right? Then there's the other girl who's just like, I don't want to rely on anybody ever, and I want to make as much money as possible always. That was kind of me, you know, where I was like, even though my parents weren't great, I didn't resent, I don't hold things, I'm not unforgiving. But for me, it was just like, how can I not be my mom? Because my mom was in a horrible divorce with my dad. He didn't give her money. And I just remember thinking, why would I let some dude knock me up this is going to be the situation right and so i just wanted to make as much money as i could and be in control of my own destiny that's why you approach it like a business yeah that's why you're interviewing for two years yeah that. now was there part of you that's also like okay i don't give a fuck if my parents don't like it because fuck them exactly yeah so there's so that's plays a little bit of, into it right? it does and you know you try to get them to be on board it's great now because a wait, lot hold of on, the hold on. 
You're trying to get your parents to be on board. What is that? Well, like? there's a lot of girls and younger <laughs> talent in the business now where their parents are supportive of their choices, which That's is great because shit. you know what? Those kids say, don't yeah. get wrapped up in drugs. They don't meet a loser boyfriend for love and validation, and they end up doing better in the industry. And it's and it's something that like, hey, this is a legit career. Like this is legal. Like we can pay taxes on this. Like it's okay. And I'm seeing that. It's really great to see younger so people have that. You should have part of that though too. Like yeah. kind of like normalizing porn for like the mainstream. Yeah. There's only like a handful thing, like, of nobody questions whether it's like a legit career you can make money on le- le- legitimately. A lot of times, you know, it's similar to stand up or even similar to fighting, right? Yeah, it's like that's what, that's what you I don't it fight to. if you have any other opportunity, right? Okay, if you're choosing to box or or do MMA or any of these things, it's because everything else wasn't there, right? Getting punched in the face and forever altering your life, uh, yeah, is a dangerous prospect, of course it right? Is. So I think you see even with comedy, it's like walking in front of like strangers and begging for their validation so you can feel whole it's like you're we're not needy. doing that yeah we're, it's like, we're broken somewhere yeah exactly so it's like this is not something that is idiosyncratic to pornography right right you see this in a lot of different fields in life right right i think maybe if there were a lot if there were guys that could fuck to get that validation they wouldn't be telling jokes right but you know most comic dick is trash i don't know if you've ever been <laughs> now you know not <laughs> this <know>. guy <laughs> but, um so so there is something going on there right 100 there, there's an isolation and this business will isolate ooh, you more than anything go, else go you'll ever that. do on go the on in that. the world you know it is the most and i tell people when they're getting this is the loneliest world you're ever gonna live in but you have to you have to be comfortable with loneliness to even enter it right like exactly you're on your own you're 16 there's nobody else out there Mm -hmm. for you or supporting you or helping you right right? you're making yourself survive and you realize at a young age like oh shit yeah the world's fucked up Mm -hmm. like this whole thing like we're all in this together is bullshit bullshit. you have to fight feed yourself and put a roof over your head this is what i'm gonna go do to do it and at 16 having a car car insurance rent everything else and still going to high school was hard right Mm. You know, you're looking at at that time, like my rent was like three fifty, which is hella cheap because I'm old. But still, yeah, right. <laughs> that was a lot to come up with. Car insurance was ridiculous for a sixteen year old on her own. Yeah. So yeah, for me that was exactly it. And as it starts to build, and you realize like, okay, I'm gonna buy a house, and then I'm gonna have this nest egg, and then if I just want to one day just say fuck it all, sell it, move to Europe, you're good for the rest of your life. Like you're just working and saving and working and saving and making sure you're carrying no debt and pulling nothing with you that's negative. Do you think if you had a more supportive and privileged upbringing, you would have ended up in pornography or you Definitely would have done not. something else? Definitely mm. not. What do you, what do you think you would end up doing? Yeah. I always wanted to be a sports agent. I grew up watching Arliss. If you remember that show. Arliss and fucking Jerry Maguire. I was like, yo, I want to do it. That's what, he was ahead of his time. Yeah. Great show. You know, Robert Wool. And you know, when I started with the channel, Robert Wool does fantasy baseball and he was on air before me and he would sign off and say my name and I would be like, oh my gosh, I grew up watching this guy and he's saying my name right now. I don't know if this is 100% factual, but when you think about Arliss, right? Remember, when they had the actual people in the show playing yes. themselves? Yeah, Michael yes. Jordan was on. Yeah. Michael was himself. All the athletes were yeah. themselves, right? Mm. So I think, and I'm not exactly sure, but I think that was the first mainstream show to let actors and athletes yeah. Yeah. Be, play themselves. Play themselves. Yeah. Is that, is that then, right? Then it became like Entourage. Entourage was, entourage was entourage. after, right? Entourage was 30 years after. Larry you are 100% right. And also, what was the Larry, What's the Larry David show? Uh, Curry. 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 All these things are really taken in Arliss model. All HBO shows. So that's why I assume it was just like, yeah, we're just going to do this from Arliss. That's and what I athletes were not time. PR trained back there. So it was great because they were awkward. They were comfortable. And it was great because they were uncomfortable. Comfortable, mm-hmm. but yeah. I knew young authentic. Women. That's like the porn. I like. See, <laughs> <laughs> see what I'm saying. Arliss was the backroom casting couch of comedy. Yes, yes. Of all shows, Entourage, everything forward. Yes. 
One million percent. Oh my gosh. So now you're still in this sports world. So there was something, there was a kernel of this sports interest that has blossomed into what you're now transitioning to hopefully a career. Yeah. And I love it so much. I love working for Sirius. I've been under contract since 2013. Right. Um, my shows continue to grow during football season. I, I work a lot more than I do during baseball season. Fantasy baseball is kind of grueling. I do one show a week during yeah. fantasy mm-hmm. baseball we don't season. acknowledge baseball. Yeah. I yeah. Baseball's not a sport. Yeah. I, understand, I understand that. Um, but I absolutely love it. And you know what? I've met some of the greatest people in this business. All of the other hosts from the other shows have given me access to their sites so that I can read all You're the current information. They're not. Yeah. Oh, They're really? all, you know what? This is a group How good of are really you at reading hap- that? Very good. Like elite level, you know if a guy wants pussy or a guy's actually trying to do business. Right away, good. Mm-hmm. Right away. Right away. How? You can just tell by their tone, their body I want language, pussy or how I they want look to do at business. you. You just want to do business. Damn, she's good. Yeah. Good. yeah just definitely. kidding. No, I'm <laughs> <laughs> no, but you didn't <laughs> You weren't like that to me in Toronto. No, you didn't no, try. No. You didn't try with me in Toronto. You yeah. were just cool with me in Toronto. Yeah. No one fucked with me there. Yeah. No. And I was there on my own. Is remember? That That's right. Yeah. 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 Is it, a, is it like unique when people it aren't is. trying to fuck you? It's like, oh, thank God. Because then otherwise yeah. I got to kind of be rude and act like I'm on my phone, even though I'm not. Right. Yeah. You know, and I just got to stay in my own. You don't want to do that either. You want to experience the people experience. And like, yeah. I remember listening to you. You were doing Guy Code at the time. Right. And right. it was so exciting. We were seeing this little back area. Remember, there was like this dark area behind yeah, the yeah. stage. Yeah. And it was just neat to learn about everybody. And I don't want to miss out on those moments because I'm deflecting cock. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and now look at it six years later. I got to say, it is interesting. There's yeah. like, you know. Quick question. Yeah. So, like, you being really good at fantasy football, right? Yeah. See if this is a quick you question. get a certain. He'd <laughs> <laughs> be asking long ass questions. Yeah, because yeah. they demand long ass answers. So, being really good at fantasy football, you get a certain intel that a lot of fantasy football people don't get. Can right. you, like, share a story of, like, knowing where, hey, this guy's. In no way shape uh, shape to play right now. Yeah, like, I do find out when there's locker room drama, nah, minor nah. colds and flus, nah, little real. things you that can, could be happening. Like, you watch I Game of Thrones? I can't. No. <laughs> All right. Well, there's this character named Varys in Game of Thrones, and okay. he has these little kids go out in there and get like uh, you know information because mm-hmm. kids okay. watch everything. Yeah. But nobody acknowledges like that they're you even with there. the binoculars as a kid. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> so, like, do you have like? That's good. Like the hose on tap? Like, are are you trying to figure out if someone's injured? You're oh, like, yo, that's true. Do you so I know? just network with somebody on each team and just see what's really going on. If there's a little bit of squabble, what's if someone's got a stomach virus, like something minor that you wouldn't know because they're not going to put them on the injured list or on the DL, nothing. But they're not up to speed, so they're not going to start. Or they might have limited minutes. You don't want to play somebody in DFS that's going to have limited minutes. So how do you share that without giving away that you have inside info, or do you well, just say I got inside info? I share it with people I really care about. I don't say I have inside info. But if it's for my teams, it's mm. it's all hands on deck. Saturday we, we night, I start texting people, and I'm like, like oh, "Yo, what's going on him. with this right now?" <laughs> I'm not. Yeah, and also, like, I get to know players, and if I know players party a lot or do reckless things, I never draft them on my fantasy teams at all because really? I know how like, they live, and I know the difference between a player like. Tom Brady, Larry Fitzgerald. These are veteran players who have never been in trouble, have never done drugs while they're in the league and doing anything reckless. Then I see these other players that are doing all this stuff and getting on IV before they go back to camp. And I'm like, I'll never draft you. How do you, you. not give I'll that away? I'll never draft you. But that's because, like, career wise, that'd be great for you to give away something here and there and, like, yeah. morsels. So, how do you be like, yo, I would betray their trust? I, that's a thin I line, don't right? give it away ever, but it, what's great is you just I make know your recommendations. I do, but like right. if I'm in a league competing against people that I want to beat, right. I'll hype up that player knowing that I'm not taking <laughs> that player, <laughs> and say what a great summer they had right. in LA, you know, training right. every day. Meanwhile, yeah. I know they, they weren't like training, training at all. <laughs> Here's the question: <laughs> You might have insider info. 
Tell me. Does Steph Curry have side bitches? I don't think so. Just doesn't seem See, like his jam. I heard the same. Not He's all, because I have never, and believe me, I talked to other guys. I hear the same, yo. I hear the same, bro. I thought Who's lying? You said that you said Steph has side bitches. I said stuff that's oh, like yeah, 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 yeah. No, you I didn't say that. I thought he had side bitches. I thought it would make sense for him too, but from what I've heard. Why would it make Cat's sense for him? It would make sense because he's... <laughs> Out here, Lisa, and your sources. First I don't know. I'll never give up my sources. You can never give up your sources. I'll never give up my sources. But nah, he definitely doesn't have side bitches. Oh, but if I meet a player that thinks he cares. wants to have mm. side bitches, yeah. I don't do the side bitch thing. So mm. if you're married or in a relationship, I'm not playing you with you because with I don't want to be involved in any bad karma. Okay. Um, but I do tell them to hire somebody to handle their shit. You know, and smart athletes will put somebody on the payroll for a good two fifty a year and say, you get all the phones, you get all the letters that everybody has to sign when they're meeting up, you handle everything, make sure they're in a different hotel across the street, not in my hotel, you bring them over, and there are people that do this and do it very, very well. 250 keep, grand a year. Yep. Like, who has that? NBA players. Really? All day long. Gotta. Somebody. You gotta. Really? If I had that kind of money, I'd spend it in a second. It's called a layer. Mm. You got a nice layer protecting you from that other person. That's Tiger calling the bitch on his voicemail ruined his Rookie career. Shit. I Rookie agree. Shit. Rookie you shit. You never Suburban talk to them shit. on your own. You always have that other person talk to them for you. They are everything. Always. And the girls understand this relationship and they get it? Yeah, because they're scared. They sign NDAs. They sign all this stuff. And what's funny about it is- You ever sign NDA? Uh, I have for, have for just for meetings that I've this had with people. And and what's that bitch that ruined the NDA, Trump bitch? Oh, yeah, uh, Stormy. Stormy yeah, yeah, yeah. But the thing really is, like, the NDA is funny to me with a girl because the girl has nothing to lose. Like, what's this player going to sue her for? She ain't got nothing. Right. She's got an apartment filled with Louboutins. Like, <laughs> but yet the girl, the girl's so dumb, she's afraid she's going to be sued. So she's like, I can't say anything. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, you know what I mean? Like, I don't take my red bottles. <laughs> yeah, not I mean, you're, a, a lawsuit is only as good as the money you might get in return, right? Yeah. Absolutely. What are you going to shame this girl for? Being a hooker? Well, I guess you want to really? scare them. But you know? it works. Yeah. It does work. Mm. And they also crazy. read which girls it will work for. So yeah. this person that works between the player and the girls really does the the inter- all the interviews, all the first engagements to find out how trustworthy they go through their phones. They see who they're interacting. They make sure their location services aren't on. Like, mm. it is intense. Using their powers for good. Yeah. That's Real talk. You know what I mean? Yeah. Wait a minute. And you've, been, and you've been in this situation where somebody has done that to you with an athlete? Or? I I've been in this situation where girls have been in this situation with an athlete or an athlete got into this situation with a girl and she kind of wronged them and the athlete came to me and said, hey, can you help me out of this situation? And I always help them out. I always help them out because I always know more dirt on the person that's trying to hurt somebody than that. So I'll make sure I dig it. That's that's what I wanted to ask. So like some, a lot of these girls, they probably like look up to you like on some OG shit, right? So do you do, do you get more trust from the player or do you get more trust from the, the chicks? The chicks I want to have more trust for, but I have to say uh, more from the player okay. because the girls know how. Like I'll have girls picked up out of parties and just taken somewhere else. Like if somebody calls me and says, "Yo, this girl's acting strange and we're worried about her," I'll find out who her agent is and say, "Yo, your girl's in a situation. I don't think she's safe. Send the driver right now to pick her up, and she's gone. Mm. She doesn't even know where she was, but she's gone." Now, and so yeah. I help is them. Is this the future for you, par- partially? Like, can you end up be being that this person? liaison? You're like the Professor X of like porn you stars. You could be the worldwide boss. Side yeah, and well, just like, fucking what, put the thing in, and it's what, like, oh, there's somebody over here. Side chick salad. Side, there's a, there's a, there's a, there's someone that was in. Uh, 
uh, Toronto. I forgot her name. What was her name? And she basically ran all the parties for the NBA players for years. Oh, I know you're talking about. Um, I'm forgetting um, her name um, right now. It's a pretty good gig. Well, she was on the uh, the the Carter documentary, the uh, the Carter yeah. Effect. I forgot her so, name. Okay. I know you're but talking about. But uh, basically, and and but you could essentially Fuck, be that. You could be that, that filter. You because these are, these are, you know athletes trust you. They right. know you don't. You've never wronged an athlete. You've right. never like that bozo with no forehead. What's that chick's name? That just constantly outs the athletes and say that they're trying oh to holler God. at her. God, I know who you're talking about. Maya, um, no. um, um, Mia Khalifa. Mia Khalifa. Oh, I shouldn't yeah. even said her name. What yeah. a fucking bozo right. she is. I agree with you. Uh, yeah, yeah, it just sucks. And like, uh, if someone DMs you and they're harassing you and you blow them up, that's one thing. But they're just DMing you to like flirt with you. Like, just don't follow them that's or yeah. block them or don't it, don't accept DMs from people you don't follow. Like, yeah. I never got that. She just. That's how illegal. she propped herself up. I agree. It's like if, if you share my nudes, yeah. that's illegal, right? right. Yeah, right. It's preven- it's preven- that's what fucking Neymar is in trouble for today. Yo, and we'll get to yeah, that. Yeah, we'll get sure. to that in a little bit. Yeah, but like, yeah. but yeah, it is an interesting thing that you could potentially go there, and that's crazy. That there are these guys that that's their specific job to act as a buffer between an athlete and. There's a big and trust issues. I mean, look, remember a couple years ago, who was a Knicks player and had two two girls home from a party, and they robbed him. Watches um, was um, it Quincy? It was no, it was the dude that went to uh, Wichita State. I forgot, Clay Anthony Early. Okay, that was his name. And yeah. I felt so <laughs> bad for him. <laughs> <laughs> he was gonna be good. Yeah, yeah. Was gonna be nice right. too. But, <laughs> but you know, when I'm on, when I'm listening to my channel all Maybe day, and I hear hosts saying, mm-hmm. you know, this guy's an idiot. He shouldn't be doing this. I come on. I go listen. You're a guy that's never had two girls offer to go home with you at one time. Right. You don't know what that feels like. Yeah. You lose all sense of reality. He does not think that these girls are out to hustle him, have some empathy. It's a human error. Mm. That's all it is. We prop players up as if they're more intelligent than other people. They're human beings. And a lot of times they're kids. And a lot of times they're kids. <laughs> yeah. And so I always yeah. feel bad for those situations because I'm like, man, now it's on the news. Now people are shaming you. And I'm always the first one to tell hosts and people I work with, like, hey, let's try and look at this from a different perspective. And I'm sorry, but I think the girl is more guilty. The guy's just being a guy. And two girls want to come home with them. That's their choice to go home. Yeah, there's nothing a lot of times they're single men. Nothing like wrong with like, this dude at all. He thought he was yeah. going to get some pussy. Right. They yeah. were the one that propositioned When him. did our world change? When Mike Tyson went to jail for that girl. Mm. That girl knew what she was doing. Mm-hmm. You go to a guy's hotel room with him. What do you think? You're going to play fucking Scrabble? <laughs> and that changed the game First of all, in Mike strip Tyson clubs. cannot play Scrabble. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you should have known that wasn't going to happen. That's how you know <laughs> yeah. it wasn't going Absolutely. down. Connect four, maybe. But Scrabble, maybe no. Maybe checkers. Yeah. But we how saw many S's do you have? After that incident, we saw the athletes coming into clubs drop in half. Mm. In half. Wait half. a minute. Talk to me on this. So you That was the mid 90s. The, the Me Too movement started with Tyson, with Tyson. really? Well, I mean, what, what I, has become the Me Too? I movement? guess right. so, but like, look, I think if he would have been in a different court, in a different situation Close with a different judge, yeah. this might not have been his outcome. No, I mean, no. you are he, a willing participant. She wasn't drugged. She wasn't drunk. She was a willing participant on video in an elevator. Mm-hmm. To me, that's a call as a woman. I've never been in that situation because I would never go to a hotel room if I wasn't planning on throwing down with the guy. What's the point? Right. You know. So that changed the game, and that really that was when I was on the road and athletes athletes used to come in. They would bring duffel bags of money to get your attention they would just throw blocks of bundled fives up on the stage thousands of dollars to get your attention mm. and after that that all stopped because they didn't want to be seen in the clubs and that's when clubs started making backdoor entrances yeah. and little VIP areas where Whoa. the celebrities could come in mm. and not 
be in a situation like that. It mm. changed the game. And I so knew it was going to change the game when it happened. I didn't want him to go to jail for that for that reason. Plus, I didn't really think that it was well thought out that he went to jail for something like that. Um, this girl had a choice. She made it. And that was a risk that she took. I'm not saying date rape doesn't happen. And I'm saying anything against that. But as a woman, you have to be responsible. Example, I will never meet an agent in a hotel room. And every agent that hit me when I first got to LA would like try and set up meetings and I would say the same thing. I will only meet you during the day at an office with other people present like during the week. Yeah. Right. Yeah. We're in a public place. Public I need people Starbucks. around. Yeah. Yeah. Witnesses. Yeah. Right. And so they would turn me down for these meetings and I finally landed agent an Dick agent out like here Fake in Jordans. New York because <laughs> he loved my response. Yeah. He loved that I wrote back only at your office during the day when other people are present when it's light out. Like, Did you learn that lesson the hard way? Did you? I just thought it was common sense. Okay, so you knew going into it. Yeah, yeah just yeah, as a yeah. woman. You also had to grow up quicker though, 16 I on did, your own, I did, and also I will tell you this. My dad was a pretty aggressive educator, so he pretty much told me anything that I did in the dark by myself alone, I'd be raped. Like every conversation from for eight years old on was like, if you let your gas run out, you're going to be raped. If you get <laughs> gas at night, you're going to be raped. If you go to the grocery Store at night, you're gonna be raped. Well, if you meet someone at a hotel, so honestly, that sounds like good parents in the it seems to work. <laughs> Oh, it fucking worked. I still don't get gas at night. I still don't get gas at night. Okay, ever. My gas tank is still never gone below a quarter of a tank because I lived in Pennsylvania by the turnpike, and he would tell me, if you let it go below a quarter of a tank, you're gonna run out. Guess what's gonna happen? You're gonna get raped. Did dad spend time in India? But you know what? That shock education. Yeah, it works. It really worked. But it's also common sense. As a woman, we yeah. do have to. We everyone says we're equal. We're not equal. Don't be stupid. Don't put yourself in a situation where you might have to fight your way out of a room. When does self responsibility Obviously, kick in. a dude's stronger than a than you. Yeah, so yeah. if you stay in a place, you can always get out, and there's other people around. You're fine. Did that ever happen? Me. You ever have a guy act a nope. little crazy? And that's why I'm afraid. That's the other thing with the prostitutes. I'm like, how are these girls never afraid? This guy just isn't going to pay him. It's going to beat him up or mm. whatever. Like to me, it's just so much risk. So nope, never. Never happened. even in like one of the champagne rooms. A guy was acting a little crazy. I don't do that kind of stuff. I usually act like Back George on dancing? Seinfeld and act like I'm busy so I don't have to. Um, when I started dancing, there were no lap dances. It wasn't what? even illegal yet. We got paid $25 an hour just to be at the club. Was this during Prohibition? This was in the 90s. <laughs> late 80s, early You're 90s. You me there was no lap dances yeah, in the 90s? Not for a long before time. time. Yeah. This is before None. Time. There was no interaction. In the Northeast, you weren't even allowed Sex on the edition. outside of the bar. Mm. You would dance. Like, if you go in clubs in See, Philly, that's, they're that's inside the bar. That's what I too. So, yeah. the first time I went to a strip club, I was so scared to touch them because every time I watched on TV, it's like, oh, you can't touch the women or it's like some big fucking security guard's going to come and pummel yeah. you. Right. And, like, now and then you walk by and see a hand job happening. Exactly. Like, and I was like, whoa, I didn't know when did this happen. <laughs> So, how do you get laid at strip clubs? I see it all the time. What do you and think the best you, way is? It mm. makes me so germ conscious because <laughs> I know everything that's going on in there and I really just want to burn everything when I leave. My shoes, my everything. I'm up on the hand sanitizer wipes, not touching people. Like this a is all I'm going to think about after you get caught yeah. up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to think about two seconds later and be like, get enough of me! Get enough of me! Get enough of me. Uh, Chernobyl! Chernobyl! <laughs> oh my God! You see so much, but it was different. So we yeah. stayed on the inside of the bar and mm -hmm. weren't allowed to have any contact. And the guys just had to hand us our money. 
That's stupid. Okay, but <laughs> go, but but how do you get laid in the strip club? What do you, what advice do you have for guys who want to get laid in the strip club? Um, well, I don't think I should be this giving shit. this advice, but if I this did, information's worth thousands of dollars. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so yeah. first and foremost, um, this information you, is worth thousands of you singles. Need to be <laughs> you need to be selective on your girl. Okay, uh, okay. Go. So you need to pick a girl that would be like one of the girls in the scenes that you like. A amateur little bit girls, unsure, yeah. a little amateur, a little janky. Maybe she's a little had a couple drinks. Okay. Guys normally wear sweatpants or they take their belt off. Like you'll see a guy getting ready for a lap dance, he's gotta take his belt off because he's like committed to the fact that hopefully something happens. <laughs> that's a that's a trick, because if the guy takes his belt off and the girl doesn't complain, that's usually when the guy knows, okay, maybe I can go one step further and unbutton my pants. Mm. I watch this stuff happen wow. in the videos, so I love keep it. Going, keep and going. I narrate. So then you know, you just kind of take it from there. I advise you bring a condom because a lot of times girls don't have them. Something I've noticed in those videos. Right. Um, but it's not legal. <laughs> and if you get busted, most of the time the guy is not going to get as much trouble as he thinks because the club is more worried about losing their liquor license. Right. Mm. So they're more worried about firing the girl because she's actually their responsibility and just getting the guy out of there. So, so you, you have nothing to lose. Just as whip a guy, it out. You have nothing just to lose. Just whip it, it out. What about and yeah. lick her face when she leans in as well? Stop it! Do not lick her face. Do not lick her face. Do not lick her face. So you, but you have to make the move. She's not going to make the move. You have to be. I'm like, sure there's girls like in shadier clubs that just walk around and talk about it, right? Yeah, like you, know, you go to yeah. these clubs. Girls I've been to certain clubs where like they, they would literally give me a price. Clubs, they have nothing you know to do why? with me. Because you look civilized. They know that. I, yeah, that I get they're late. They're going for yeah. the broken dude in sweatpants. I, I, just, I would do the same thing. That lives in his mom's basement, and they're like, this the, guy has expendable income. Yeah. I know he does. Yeah. It's a job, right? You know what I mean? If, if you're someone who doesn't drink alcohol, the bartender's not going to pay you a lot of attention, right? Right. So it's like you need someone who's a lush, someone who's drunk, right? I completely understand it, but it is a little annoying. You're out with the boys. You're like, like, do I have to hit on you? What's the whole point of being here? <laughs> it's a, it's a tricky <laughs> I can one. Go hit on girls and get you know, outside of this. I would suggest sitting in an area where you can watch the dudes walking out from the lap dance area and see what dudes look the most satisfied, and then yeah. see what girls they're with, and then try and get that girl. Oh, you got this oh, one. This is Lock down. So the guys but that's a great so if you see the guys walking out and they're like, like oh. yes and if you see the guys walking out real tense don't go near those no, girls right. at all no, no, no. the right. relaxed dudes you see what that girl is yep. and then you take the belt off so that's the move that's it's take the, the belt off taking in front the of belt her off. and she's like yep. it's going down yep. now dude, the guy takes the belt off walking by me I'm like you better watch out so I'll strangle you with that thing you'll be left there lifeless really Jesus. yeah yeah I don't play it's not a petting zoo I, it's a no contact sport when I'm dancing I don't let anyone touch me really mm-hmm. Okay, that's part of the allure. It's supposed to be something you can't have. Here's here's a question: Who's yeah, the most pathetic? Yeah, like sticking cake in front of my face and not eating it. Like I'm not paying for this. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> some people do go for the entertainment though. Like, like some you people... sniff it and then you get out. <laughs> and that's a hundred dollars. No. <laughs> so here, here's a question: Who's the most pathetic dude that you've slept with? Like, did you ever like fuck a guy because you're like, oh my god, this never. guy needs it? I don't think I've had sex with anyone that's pathetic. Never once were you, did you do it as a favor. You no. never fa- favor fucked anybody. No. You have all this never, power no, as a woman. No pity pussy. No. Never like that once. one time you give it to him, like can it would I make just their give him life. a photo or make, <laughs> no. a, or make a hello no. video he for can his get friend? The photo. No, he has, they can download the no. photo now. Yeah. It's like, not my jam. Never once. No. Ne- you never want to feel that sort of like world changing power that you could transform. Transform this nerd's life. No. Give him a story that would change. We might hang out and I'd let his friends believe that we hooked up, but we're mm-hmm. not hooking up. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? He can I tell mean, if his you really want to change Flint, 
<laughs> so never Make once wanted to do that. Never no, once. No, never. No, no, no. never felt too bad for a guy. You guys get to pee wherever you want. You stand up. You don't have to no, sit on not, not that seat. Like, you know so many like, benefits. You get to beat up people. If I was a dude, I'd have been in jail ten times already. Because at you would have fought. For I'm sure. Like, you know how like Bill Murray goes around and like eats a French fry out of somebody's, you know, little side of fries. <laughs> oh, and, and he was and then, he was and then he's like, like, no one will ever you. believe you. Right? But he, <laughs> he does, does that in real yeah. life. Yeah. You ever seen, you seen a documentary on Netflix? Like no. the Bill Murray shit? I'll watch so, like, it. It's like there's a documentary where he just goes around and all these people have like these weird like folk tales about Bill Murray just showing up at people's parties. He'll showing show up, at up to Bill Murray will show up to a wedding, right? And he'll just be in the wedding party. He'll enjoy the whole wedding, take shots with her, drink with everybody, and it's like, hey, Bill Murray's here. It's like, have you never felt that way about, you know, Dick? No, sorry. <laughs> never once. personal to me. Like, nobody nah. would believe you. Imagine you just blew some random guy. I would not do <laughs> nobody it. Nobody would believe you. No. Never. Why would I do that? I got street cred to protect too, yo. For the story. <laughs> you know what I'm that, is, that is mythical. That's a mythical uh, blowjob. Yeah, what you mean? It's true. mythical. No one will There's believe it. It's a legend it. of Lisa Ann. It's yeah. just yeah. Oh, we've all it's seen like it. Chappelle like, did seen... stand up and wouldn't allow phones and did fought five hours and then just left. That's yeah. one of those, oh, you had Blow to be jobs. there type of things. Yeah. No, real like talk. That How about this? Like Area 51. If your girl ever breaks up with you, then we'll make this happen. That's on the record, motherfucker. I'm not gonna lie, Lisa. I don't know if you can handle it. <laughs> I don't know if you can handle it, man. Real talk. It's, hey, hey. I don't know if you can handle it. This kid's not playing around, yo. Hey, Lise, Lise, this guy's not playing around. Yo, I said it to a cherry, though. Are you sure about how he feels? He is going to be with you guys editing this. Woo! Take this out. And, and and we're, not, we're not editing. No, no, no. Just oh, no. This, this is the show. We're just going to Your girl will not come out and try and kill me, right? Uh, no, well, she can't promise that. She's she a Philly girl too. She'll we fight. Will, she, she's she's almost killed Andrew. So. <laughs> really? She almost killed Andrew. So yeah. I told you he's got a beautiful yeah. dick. What am I supposed to do? <laughs> <laughs> But obviously, yes. I got a question. Um, one of my favorite categories is deep throat. And <laughs> <laughs> this is inside the anchor studio. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, so uh, one of my favorite You know how she said artists. she gets creeped out and she gets on her phone? Look what she at right now. <laughs> Look what she at right now. So, I have a question, Lisa. <laughs> Heather Brooke. I don't know her. Really? No. Oh, man. She's... Like legendary with her three deep throat abilities. Do you like it when they gag and like stuff comes up? No, no, no. She doesn't. She doesn't okay. gag at all. All that saliva really freaks me out on set. Like so when like girls, she, you know the saliva thing that's like really popular right now. A lot of girls mm. like, oh, that gives me the yeah. willies. Not with her. It's or like, like the she long doesn't loogie. even have Yes, it so freaks it. me out. I'm not into it. It's I, so germy. I'm not into it. Wait, hold on. Let's back up here. Okay. You, you're not into. Uh, saliva induced blowjob? Well, it's just a lot of like girls now do it. Like, I directed a girl a couple of years ago, and no one told me ahead of time that she did this. It was like my people were playing a joke on me because they knew I'd throw up. Right. <laughs> and so I'm directing this scene, like, I had her makeup done, her hair done really nice. Like, two minutes into the scene, she's got like a loogie of her own on her face, her lashes are coming down. I'm like, oh, I can't watch this. <laughs> like, this is. 
Oh, wait, time out. What, what, what it gives else? me the willies. I was about so to say, like, what else creeps you out? Because like, I feel like you've seen. I don't want to jump shit. off of this though. Okay. Let's let's more about this. <laughs> we'll come yeah. back to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we're gonna go back to all the things. So this girl had so much saliva, it was all over her face. Yeah. Now, is it kind of like in baseball when like they keep a little of the shoe polish on the elbow so they can hold the ball differently? No, is it's because she, she made doing? a loogie and it landed somewhere. <laughs> I didn't mean to. Like she'll go to do one and then it'll land on the guy's leg and it'll just sit there and you'll watch it for a couple minutes while he's moving and it's just like going down his leg and I'm like no I can't take it but there are it. girls that give dry blowjobs and that is awful of course why would you do so that so how do we balance how do you balance I say you balance with a there's a very there's like a sexy way to do it you know you could still have but you just don't need like a, but how do you tell a girl own? to give a more wet blowjob well, you don't hire a girl that gives a dry blowjob. Well, I'm not hiring her. I'm <laughs> saying, like in life, like how do I? How, how does do I she go? give a blo- dry blowjob? Does she have any saliva in her mouth? Been bringing this up for Does she have cotton mouth? Do you have a bad experience you want to share with us? I'm the perfect person to talk to about this. <laughs> talk about go, it. Go for it. Might as well. We're, we're here now. I'm saying. I'm trying to go to another subject. but we're here now. Let's make it a little wet. You know what I mean? Let's make it a little wet spit, and then you know she'll kind of spit on it, but it will be like patooey. Like it won't be like a like a real. You need to keep lemon. Water. You need yes, to keep lemon citrus. water by. You need citrus, and you need to keep it on hand by you all. Okay. You know what I mean. You yeah, need yeah. to do that. So yeah. lemon, like you're talking about, like that vitamin C, no, like when you, ha- you feel sick. No, just a regular lemon and water. Oh, okay. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Yep. I put the lemon in the water, yep. and, and then she drinks that. Yeah, you just sit it near her so that when she needs more, you can just hand it to her. I mean, oh, so it's a water. She needs to be drinking. But water it more. saliva isn't good. It's Why the, the one that's back there, the, the back of the. I think you don't have her blow you anymore. You want that then. Rosa Parks saliva? <laughs> you real talk. I need back of the throat. Real talk. Yeah. What'd she just say? Repeat that. What'd you just say? Lemon water. No, lemon no, water. Lemon oh, water. I stupid. Told you. Lemon water. Stupid. <laughs> Yo, you're stupid, bro. This guy's stupid. Yo, you're so dumb. Yo, you're so dumb. If you want to do it, we can. Please, no, please, please, please. No, 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 we're here now. We're here now. We're here now. We're here now. What? I told him no. Y'all pushing me. I'm out. I'm out. I'm an innocent bystander. I don't want to know. I'm going Andy Ruiz. It was just a joke. You asked me what else freaks me out. Yeah, what else freaks you out? Lemon water. I'm not real cool That's the name of the episode, Lemon Water. With the double penetration stuff where it's like two dicks in the ass, two dicks. Because the cocks are like rubbing with each other. Yo, that shit okay. is so weird. When I put it makes a- me unsure and it makes me ask a lot of questions that I can't get in the moment. So like, you know when something distracts you, you're like, well, why? Like, how does the guy feel about that? When you start doing that, you're like, porn's Any over. Any type of sword crossing is just... So you understand. Big, they're no, next no, no, to no. each other. They're yeah. in the same butthole. It's yeah. more dude than vagina. It's yeah. way more dude than super yeah. gay. Yeah, and they're so close to each other to do it because I've watched it live. Of course, I was curious. I showed yeah. up when somebody was shooting. I'm like, I gotta see how this goes down. How do the guys angle all four legs and everything right in there and how's it work? And somehow it works but it is a lot of no, close it contact work. that shit is gross so that's something that's not for me <laughs> that's something where I'm like no pass yeah that shit is so gross that's you a good line pass that's a good line yeah two dicks oh no line oh no that's a good that's line that's a good line not to cross yeah that's oh, a good okay. line the line I don't cross is pregnancy I don't do the pregnancy porn yeah oh, me neither I think it's, nope. I think it's, yeah. it's yeah. fucked up I thought you were just saying like I'm making you don't ever want kids no 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 I'd like kids but the pregnancy porn where like the women are oh, yeah. that's are a lot that's, that's a lot as well that's no weird. it's fucked up yeah. and the size of porn dicks it's like it, yeah I understand this too we use a fisheye lens which makes everything look bigger so it's making the girl's ass looks bigger her boobs look bigger and his dick look bigger so 
you are being uh, the so illusionist. So we're looking at dicks through a peephole on porn. Yes. Just yeah. like that. Like, so, uh, so those dicks you're, really you're aren't that size. You're a lot taller on, on TV. Right. And also life. everyone thinks yeah. my boobs are a lot bigger. My ass is a lot bigger. Everybody mm. thinks like I'm so much bigger. Although yeah. there was a time I was bigger. Even then people would be like, oh my God, you're so much smaller in real life. Like it's fisheye lens. Because when you look at the photos, you hate them. Mm. Because your boobs look bigger than your head. <laughs> and so you're guys, like, ew. You're but the guys love it. Guys love it. Yeah, they love what the big boob, the big ass. So that's why they use that camera. Yes, it does make true. the guy we look bigger. Yeah, and the guys right. lit mm, a certain yes. way. Most of the guys are super lean, like you. Makes a nice small backdrop. Like makes you? it look even bigger. Mm. Yeah, you know, it's all an optical illusion. God it's damn. all an optical illusion. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Young dick oh, my dick pants are lit a very Are there any like way. porn stars that you watch now that are like, oh, she, she could be it. like the next mate? She's got the, she's got the she juice. got the juice. <laughs> I can't yeah. know because I only watch foreign porn when I do watch porn, and so really? I don't really know any of that. You're not no. a fan of nobody. No, because it's one of those things where I'll know who shot it. I'll be critiquing a, I'll see a cable and it'll drive me nuts, and I'll be like, oh my gosh, the editor sucks. Can you meet uh, a girl the makeup and know? artist? Can you meet a girl and know you got what it takes? I can by having conversation with her. And I need mm. to know, like, what's her story? What's her family life? Does she think she's going to get away with this? Nobody's going to find out. You know, I like to find that honesty in it because a lot of people just want to do it for the money. And it's like getting a tattoo on your face. It's not going anywhere. What? Being so, a porn star. Being a porn star. Yeah. So it's kind of like you can only be a star if you're willing to embrace it. And mm -hmm. you're willing to go out there and walk down the street and know that half the dudes are going to walk up and be like, I just jerked off to you yesterday. That's normal. <laughs> that's every day. People walk by me on a flight and say that while who other are these, people are sitting who there. Who are these dudes that think that's like a like <laughs> just a normal thing to say to somebody. Young white dudes. Yeah. You know? I was about to say, like, it seems like a very <laughs> frat boy thing to say. It's a very no. frat yeah, boy yeah. thing to say. I don't know if I would share that information. <laughs> yeah, it seems like a lot. If Tiana Trump walked in right now, I'd definitely be like, yes, I jerked off to you like a week That's okay. the one from the saliva? Yes. Yeah, that was too much for me. Yeah, that was black. Yeah, that was too much for me. Do you play any fantasy sports? I don't. Uh, do you? Yeah. Same. I'd play. Gosh. Yeah. Can we get, get fantasy football league, anybody? No? If we have a fantasy sponsor this year, <laughs> then I will lie and say that I play fantasy sports. And then I'll help you. No, if, they, you if they're much. willing to pay, I'll play. If we got a sponsor, I'll play. See? You sound like a prostitute. Oh, yeah. I, 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 I think <laughs> He's ready to sell out. <laughs> Commerce is great. Did you get through your notes? I don't want to cut you short no, before no, you got no, through no, your notes. No, no, no. We're going to continue we're, after okay. you go. But thank you so much thank for being so here. Much plug whatever you need me. You can follow me at The Real Lisa Ann. Don't need any more dick pics. I've seen enough of those. Thank you <laughs> so much for having me. That was one of the roast jokes that I remember. Yes. Brian Redband said this. He was uh, Lisa Ann. Uh, Lisa Ann is spelled... Uh, Ann is spelled A... Uh, no, Ann is spelled with two N's. Something. What is it? It's like there are two ends in her. Oh yeah, something like there's two ends in her. He goes, ah, I fucked it up. Ah, something about good. there's two ends in her, like uh, just like her porns. Yeah, yeah, I get it. I get it. I get it. it That's not me. Brian's yeah. joke. I thought it was funny. Anyway, should we get a picture? Yeah, let's get a picture. Yeah, let's, 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 let's pause this real quick. Well, if you guys aren't hard already from that conversation, <laughs> that brings us to our next sponsor. A loyal sponsor of this podcast, Blue Chew. Guys, remember Love the days? Blue Chew. With, shout uh, out yeah, to shout out it's to like Blue a Chew. fisheye lens, but real life. <laughs> <laughs> um, guys, remember the days when you were ready to go? Now you can increase your performance and get the extra confidence in bed that you need with Blue Chew. BlueChew.com is where you get it. All right, brings you the first chewable. With some FDA-approved active ingredients, same same exact ones as Viagra and Cialis, so you know that they work. You can take them anytime, day or night. Since they're chewable, they work up to twice as fast. Why would you even use the other ones, okay, if this is working twice as fast and the dick is getting just as hard? 
It's amazing. Blue Chew. Game changer. Give your girl the weekend of her life. Give your wife the weekend of her life. Give that girl that you're really excited to sleep with for the first time um, a an, an expectation of you that you will never be able to um, redo. I wish I could say that sentence again. <laughs> say it again. Anyway, that's no, fine. We're <laughs> going to keep going. Yes, raise the bar. Literally raise the bar. Blue Chew. Unbelievable. Most of you guys know it because you've been telling us about it for the last few months, as long as they've been sponsoring this podcast. But they've done an amazing, amazing job. And you guys have done an amazing job of spreading the awareness around the Chew. I know there's a few places where you can't get it for whatever reason. Your states don't allow it. And you know what? Move. Tough cookies. <laughs> Don't be in a boring-ass state that wants soft dicks. It's un-American. Yeah. Your state shouldn't want soft dicks. Move to a hard dick state so you can please these women in your life and give them the type of dick they deserve. Mm-hmm. All right? Remember, there's no in-person doctor visit, by the way. No waiting in the pharmacy. No more awkwardness. It's prescribed online. It ships straight to your door in a discreet package. All you got to do is go to bluechew.com and you get your first shipment free. All you got to do is use our promo code FLAGRANT. Just pay $5 in shipping. And then it's free. Free trial. That's B-L-U-E. Chew.com. Promo code FLAGRANT. Try it for free. Now let's get back to the show. What an amazing um, what an amazing weekend of sports, guys. Mm-hmm. We have a lot to talk about. I think we should start talking about um, one of the greatest heavyweight upsets mm. in the history of boxing. Anthony Joshua gets knocked out by Andy Ruiz. I watched the replay, read some commentary, mm-hmm. and it seemed like once he took that punch to the temple, that was yep. it. That fucked him up. Now, yep. you know more than me, so I'm I'm assuming there's more going on, but it just seemed to me like after that, he wasn't right. Yeah, yeah, he didn't recover. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, to be fair to Andy Ruiz, he also got knocked out. Yeah, yeah, I was about to say he, got, he took a couple knockdowns. So if you want, if you guys haven't seen the fight, just mm. watch the third round. You can watch it on YouTube. It's one of the best rounds in boxing history. It's really unbelievable. It was really good. So this guy Andy Ruiz is built like Wreck-It Ralph. He's fucking six <laughs> feet tall. They said he looked barely. like the guy from Up. Yeah, he the looks kid. like the yeah. Brandon <laughs> Schaub said he looks like the guy from Up, all grown up. Uh, the kid, all grown up. Um, yeah, he's he just he his body looks like French toast. Like you know how French toast has that little <laughs> like uh, ridge at the top. Mm. That's what his breasts do. Mm-hmm. French he, toast Reese. French toast Ruiz. Like, Real can, I make, can we make a rule? Yeah. We should be allowed to body shame a guy if you're the heavyweight champion. Like, we should be allowed to. <laughs> like, I love how everybody just totally made fun of the way this guy looks, even yeah. though he's the fucking new heavyweight champion of the world. So. Yeah, and let's be honest, none of us would say it to his face. No, exactly, so, exactly. Andy Ruiz, third round. Looks like grown-up Eddie. <laughs> <laughs> he is kind of built like Eddie. So he he's probably given up six inches to mm. Joshua. Joshua is this Adonis. I mean, he looks like a Greek statue, mm. amazing physique. And um, in the third round... Anthony Joshua catches Ruiz with a straight right, I believe, and then throws a combo. They exchange. Joshua lands a hook, and it sits Ruiz down. Yeah. He's rattled, never been down before in his whole career, Ruiz, that is. Uh, Gets back up, and Joshua goes in for the finish, lands another straight right. Mm -hmm. And after that, Ruiz exchanges with him. I don't know how the fuck he's exchanging with him. He Mm -hmm. was just knocked down. He probably doesn't even have his legs uh, uh, back yet. And um, catches Anthony Joshua with that punch that you were saying. I think yeah, he also right had a left hook. hook to the temple. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it, or it was like a right over the top. There was a couple punches that were exchanged, and Joshua just could not recover. So, uh, 
I saw it in I saw two punches. Yeah. The first I see doesn't knock him down, but he like you see him stagger. And yeah. that was I'm pretty sure a left hook. Neither punch knocked him down. So he like it was he just got hurt and then he just kind of went down. And then another big punch. But nothing knocked yeah, him down, right. right? So he went hurt and then like okay. we just kind of laid on him and then he, okay. then he laid down, right? Okay. He just kind of just kind of like tapped out to me right. actually. He kind of quit. And he uh, quit in the corner, right? Like, well, then I mean, in the seventh round, he 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 gets knocked mm-hmm. down again. A um, actually at the end of the third round, he gets knocked down again. Almost gets knocked out of the ring. Gets mm-hmm. saved by the bell. And then the seventh round uh, round, he gets knocked down again, and then he just quits in his corner. And he doesn't really quit because technically the the referee um, stopped the fight, but he didn't really give any pushback with yeah. him stopping the fight. I mean, he was up. This is a championship fight in Madison Square Garden in front of the American fan base that he's out here trying to win over Mm -hmm. so that he can completely cross over to the mainstream. And he just fucking quits, man. Like, he just quits. I mean, there's there's a moment in that seventh round where Ruiz and Joshua both exchange hooks, right? It's the saying, so you trade hooks. Yeah. They both trade hooks. They both land. Yeah. And the man with the bigger heart is the one who ends up winning the fight. They both land. Literally and figuratively. He That's does right. Have the Literally, right? <laughs> uh-huh. So it's like, it was just amazing to see this fucking kid, Andy Ruiz, man. Like, I'm just such a massive fan of Mexican boxers, dude. Like, yeah. I just love Mexican culture they're fucking in general. Reckless, bro. They don't give a fuck. It's not only reckless, but they, they don't give a fuck. I remember you telling me about it years uh, yeah. ago. In general, I just fucking love Mexican culture. I just love, like, this fighting spirit that Mexicans have. Azteca. Like, uh, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, the the Aztec, I guess. Like, fighting's you, a way you of life You told me about this years ago. Like, right, right. So it's like, there's... There's just something about it that I I just love, and I just love the bravery of it. I love the passion. I love how they fight. They fight forward, right? It's Mexican style fighting. As you go straight in, you're gonna throw these punches, and you know what? You're gonna get take. You're gonna take a punch to give two, and that's exactly what Ruiz was in there doing. And he got up off the canvas, and even in the post game interviews, post fight interviews, you could hear him saying like, "I got off the canvas. I proved I was a warrior." Mm. Like that's what he's saying, right? Because he understands how valuable that is to his culture. Yeah. And as much as I'm a huge Floyd Mayweather stand, because I love boxing and the sweet science that it is the animal instinct inside of me has so much respect for a guy like Ruiz who is undergunned undermanned and this is David versus Goliath I mean what was it a 1200 point on, underdog I don't or some shit know some what ridiculous the fuck was, number you would never put money on Ruiz mm-hmm. right and and the reality is is he went in there and he took on a challenge and he took it on without being pussy like I'm talking about he was exchanging blow for blow he was, it was less than a month one of the hardest had, punchers right? in the fucking game yeah. right yes he came in less than a month because he had a fight prior so he was mm. in shape it wasn't that he wasn't in shape he had just fought like a little over a month ago but yeah. to see a guy like that that's so funny that's him in shape yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, and he's just Yo, but that's the thing. Like, I, that then, way. like, I saw videos of him like going viral, like doing like the fucking the step ladder, so, just like, like breezing through that. Here's shit. the thing: the like, guy is an amazing athlete. Yeah. right? he just doesn't look like one. Yeah, but he is an amazing athlete. Like his ability, his hand speed, his body movement, his foot speed. If you mm. really look at him, he looks like shit. But mm. as a fighter, he's phenomenal. Yeah, and a hard puncher. But his movement is exceptional. If you watch him, even the way he measures distance, he knows he's fighting a bigger man. Mm. Right, so distance to him is everything. Yeah, just even looking at him, I can tell like his reach is a little. It's nothing. Longer. Yeah, yeah, I have longer reach than him. Yeah, you have longer reach than little him. Little as fuck. So but. he has to use his feet for his reach. Right, mm-hmm. he has to step into the danger zone every time he throws a punch. And he got Gucci socks on, so shout out to him. He's killing it, right? <laughs> so, but like in the spirit of Mexican boxing, I can't even explain how important this is 
culturally that they have a heavyweight champ. He's the first, first Mexican ever. heavyweight champ in the history. Yeah. But Mexicans prop up boxing. If there's no Mexicans, boxing doesn't exist anymore. That's all, that's all, that was my thing, right? There's I'm, no I'm Mexicans. A- boxing is no longer a sport. Keep that in mind. Yeah. Okay? And this is how amazing fans they are of the sport. All you have to do is show them that you fight in the same style as them, and then they adopt you. Hmm. So Pacquiao. Manny Pacquiao took out Mexican boxing icons. I mean, I mean, ended their careers. And he did it in a style that was so pleasing to the Mexican fans that the Mexican fans started saying, all right, fuck it, we love him. Yeah. They will take you, Triple G, Gennady Golovkin, right? Mm-hmm. Has said in his own marketing of himself, he's like, I fight Mexican style. I just go forward and I fight. And you know what? The Mexican fans love, even though he's fighting Canelo, mm-hmm. there are Mexican fans that love him. Mm-hmm. So it's there's something so beautiful about their boxing culture and just Mexican culture in general to see them get a heavyweight champ. Mm-hmm. People don't even realize what this means. It's like, imagine, imagine your country loves soccer. It's like Barack. And they never, no, no, it, but... Barack, think about it, like, black people don't care about politicians. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's like, I wouldn't say it, all that, but I, I see what you're getting. It's not a cultural identity I for y'all to care yes, about because it's yeah. new that you even have that representation. I think the closest thing we could compare it to is, like, if the Knicks won the, won the, won the NBA Finals. Imagine they had never won yeah. a finals. Yeah. But 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 we have other sports we care about in New York. We have the Yankees. You yeah. know, we're spoiled with other shit, right? Imagine a country that loved soccer mm. but never had – Think about what countries happen when countries get into the World Cup for the first okay. time. Not even win it. Okay. They get in and the people are crying. You know what I mean? So a country that is propped up boxing for all these years, right, now has an historic champions but never had a heavyweight champion because they just don't make them that big, yeah. right? You needed one to be like born and bred in America yeah. to get to the heavyweight level, right? You need some GMOs. You need some GMOs, <laughs> right? You need some 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 Monsanto, right? Yeah. <laughs> Now a lot of people, and are then just, they get to the heavyweight championship fight, and then win four of the fucking belts. We're not talking about some fringe belt. Joshua owns all the belts, the mm. legit ones, outside of the one that Wilder, that Wilder has, has yeah. right? So to take all those, I mean, you're talking about a transformative event in boxing history. Like I'm so pissed off that we don't get to see like the celebrations. This guy's going to be the biggest boxer in Mexico. Like he's going to be the next fight if they're smart. Is going to take place in the Aztec Stadium mm-hmm. in Mexico. I believe it's Mexico City. Like it's going to be unreal. Mm-hmm. You can't even imagine what's going to happen. Like as big a star as these 135 pounders were, having a Mexican heavyweight champion. I I, I can't even begin to explain how big a deal this is culturally to dominate the heavyweight division. And it's not lucky if they That's fight again. He's he knocking Douglas. No, if they fight again, he's knocking Joshua out in less rounds. Joshua sucks. This is what I've been trying to tell people. He sucks. He beat Klitschko. He looks the part. That's his thing. He is a corporate fighter. He is is the perfect example. No, no, no. I'm saying saying he looks like he looks like Apollo Creed, speaks like Apollo Creed, doesn't fight like Apollo Creed. Exactly. I'll tell you what he is. He's Ronda Rousey. So here's the thing. Ronda Rousey Hmm. was a WWE fighter that was in MMA. Right. Right? Completely curated and built up. Right, she's fighting against girls that were working at Home Depot. Still, still had regular jobs. The first time she fights a real girl, Holly Holm, who was a boxing champion and kickboxing champion, she gets washed. Okay, same thing happened with Anthony Joshua. He had one big victory against Klitschko. Klitschko's forty years old. He's over the hill. Found him right at the right time. Fought a brave fight and then hit him. Klitschko was also never. I don't want to take anything away from Klitschko, but that being said, Joshua's size mitigated a lot of the advantages that Klitschko had over his opponents. 
right? Okay. Joshua style goes up against fights, and that was a good absolute. style for Joshua. Great, great. Because now Klitschko couldn't keep him at bay with a jab because right. here's another guy who's just the same size. Yeah. Right. So when when Ruiz goes up against Joshua, Ruiz a pure boxer. I mean, pure can slug, but if you look at the way he jabs, the way he throws punches, the way he slips, he's smart. He reminds I, me I of James Tony. Okay. James Tony had a similar build. He was this fat, pudgy guy, but he could stay right in the danger zone and be effective. And when you I mean, like, when you see him expose, Joshua had nothing to do. Joshua's out there with these muscles. You know what muscles require? Oxygen. Hmm. That shit gets, that shit weighs on you, fam. Like, these big workout dudes, they got no stamina. You never yeah. seen them run a marathon? Right. They literally tire out. So here he is, you know, doing his abs and doing his back muscles and making sure his quads look good. That's not good for boxing. You know who's really powerful? Sugar Ray Robinson. Hmm. Sugar Ray Leonard. Skinny, long guys. That Mike Tyson is a freak. Mike Tyson, one of the f- most freakish athletes in, in the world because mm-hmm. of how big he was and his ability to go and long distance. it was all distance. packed into like a small amount of mass. That, that is rare. Usually yeah. you have Muhammad Ali, elegance, mm. beauty, skinny. Muhammad Ali never weighed more than 212 pounds, I think, in a title fight. Mm-hmm. Length. You see the way he moved his feet. You know what I mean? Joshua's not moving his feet like Muhammad Ali. Boxing is a lot about plotting. fluidity. It's a lot about fluidity. It's not about just looking like a big fucking monster. Yeah, you got to be able to. Bernard was another. Bernard, Bernard had skinny. skinny. Mm-hmm. Well, if you even look at uh, Oscar De La Hoya, mm. skinny. Yeah. Yeah. Floyd Mayweather. Floyd, Floyd, yeah. Floyd, skinny, length. Mm. You, really, the way that if you look at the the hard-hitting elite puncher, there was a guy named Kelly Pavlik, right? The guy looked like he worked at a factory. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. probably watched a, a Pavlik fight at my house. Mm-hmm. Just some white guy from Ohio. Mm. Didn't have a single bit of muscular definition as his whole body. Tall, skinny, long legs, long arms, white boy, mm-hmm. could fucking crack. Right. This guy right here, underneath all that, is a true boxer. Now, I'm a casual Luis, boxing fan, go. right? So, I haven't, I can't remember the last time a heavyweight f- boxing has been this lit since, like, I was a kid. Since, like, Mike Tyson. <sighs> since Tyson. L- since Lewis. Tyson. Holyfield. Tyson, that Holyfield type of shit. the last heavyweight fight I remember. People generally caring about yeah, everything. Thing everything thing I read this about. week, everything I read about this week is yeah. like, oh my god, the wild, the Joshua fight, it's over, it's done. I'm like, no, we can Alex still get the wild, the Joshua week. fight. We got a new fucking superstar, guys. Th- th- There's still Tyson Fury out there. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Uh, First of all, uh, Anthony Joshua, what's going to happen to him in his career? If they're smart, they do not let him fight Ruiz again. Oh no. Th- th- okay. Mm. Let's first of all, we'll talk about what's happening with boxing right now. Mm. Uh, you could tell I'm so excited. Yeah, 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 boxing. <laughs> boxing is the like so boxing's popularity is dependent on heavyweights, right? Because mm, yeah, heavyweights are that. where the casuals are at, right? Right. Mm. It's it's no different than like the World Cup, right? World Cup. Everybody who likes soccer a little all of a sudden starts to watch, mm. but nobody really gives a fuck mm. when it's not World Cup unless you're like a diehard yeah. soccer fan, yeah. right? So. If the heavyweights are popular in boxing, that trickles down to all these other little fights, mm-hmm. right? When the heavyweights aren't popular, you just got the diehards like me, right? The Filipino like fans, the LeBrons, Mexico. like yes. they bring in the casual fans. Mm. L- like right now with the playoffs, one of the best playoffs I can remember in, in yeah. recent history is down. No, that's all. That's all. The, the complex story I, wrote. I remember. Everybody was like, "Oh my god, how can you say this? The best playoffs ever, LeBron." The ratings are down. I'm like, "Yeah, because LeBron James is in exactly." It. Everybody in the fucking He's world the knows who LeBron James is, so exactly. that's he, why the ratings. LeBron down. James is the heavyweight, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So. It, and imagine the Warriors weren't in it. Imagine LeBron and the Warriors weren't in it. Yeah. And no matter how good the the playoffs would be, people just wouldn't watch the casuals. Mm-hmm. So, not only do you have, an um, two American heavyweight champions, right? Because he's also American, right? Mm-hmm. Andy Ruiz is he was born in California, mm-hmm. but one of them is Mexican American. And fights like a Mexican. <laughs> and fights in that Mexican style, yeah. straightforward. And then the other is. 
maybe one of the most dangerous punchers. No, absolutely one of the most dangerous punchers in the history of humanity. Right? You right. have a devastating knockout puncher as one heavyweight champ, and then a Mexican as the other? Mm. It don't get no better. <laughs> Think about the biggest Floyd Mayweather fights in history. What mm. were they? Against Mexicans or Pacquiao. <laughs> and Filipinos are just like Mexicans Mexico. in Asia? Yeah. It's the same exact shit? <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and I say that joking, but I also it's say true. it dead serious because yeah. in terms of their fans... About, like fan interest. Yeah, I get what you're saying. And, and the, the type of fights they love and the type of fighters they love, mm -hmm. right? It's like, you're going to have... Right now, this amazing boxing renaissance. If it's up to me, and, and I really hope Andy Reese has good management. I don't know who's manager, and I should have looked that up before the thing, but I really hope that he's with good management. He's got a good, he's got the same promoter as uh, Wilder, I'm pretty sure. Okay, so uh, maybe Heyman? Is Heyman, he, I think, is what I saw. Then we're fine. Al okay. Heyman's the best in the business. Okay. I think he, it's what I saw. If, if he is, we're fine, because what you need to be, what you need to be very sure is to do is curate this right. Mm -hmm. There are guys that can beat him. He lost to Joseph Parker, another slick boxer from, uh, I think, either New Zealand or, or Australia. Okay. Right? But it was a close fight. But, like, there are guys who can beat him, and they're the smaller guys who are slick like him, and then it becomes a battle of, you know, you know ability. It's a chess match. It's a chess match. But tell me that it wouldn't be absolutely fascinating to watch this, this little fat guy <laughs> go up against... Wilder go up against oh, yeah, Fury. Uh, Fury's even taller. You mm -hmm. had this tiny little guy go up against this massive dude. It's literally David versus Goliath. From what you've told me. It really me, looks like Super Mike Tyson's punch out. Like with all the yeah. characters and shit. Like, 100%. He's, he's, big, Mac. Exactly what it looks he's like. big Mac. He's yeah. Big Mac. He's Big Mac. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the last time I was that in the boxing during Mike Tyson's punch out with Son, all those guys. It yeah. is. I mean, and, but he has the perfect style for it. So what I would do is, and I don't, if I'm any, any Joshua's promoter, and I know anything about boxing, which is Eddie Hearn, I know that there's no chance that he beats this kid. Mm. Because he hit him with the hardest punch that Joshua has. Mm. And he took it and then knocked him down twice right afterwards. That says something. Yeah, He can take your best shot. The thing about this Ruiz kid, if you notice, remember when you saw that punch that landed yeah. and then sat him down? Mm. He hit him with a combo. Joshua landed the straight right, yeah. perfect. Didn't sit him down. Yeah. You needed three. Right. You needed three punches to take this Mexican down. Okay. If there's one thing I know about Anthony Joshua, he ain't never landed a three-punch combination in his life. Mm -hmm. That was luck. <laughs> Joshua is one punch, you get sat down. Raw power. You know what? You're fighting a Mexican. It don't work like that. They're built different. Mm -hmm. Like Irish dudes, they're built different. You need multiple punches to take them down. And even then, they might not go down. You have to be ready for 12 rounds if you're fighting a Mexican. 12 rounds. And you got to outpoint them. And you got to outpoint. It's going to be the worst 12 rounds of your life. And you got to. There's one thing Floyd understands and he respects. When he goes in there with these Mexicans, and he learned it earlier in his fucking career because he went up against this guy named, I think, Narvaez or something like that. They gave him the hardest fight of his career. But when you go in it, it's going to be a long night. The other fight that I saw since I started watching a little bit was Maidana, I believe. Maidana. Yeah, he's Argentine. Yeah, yeah, Argentine, yeah. but same thing. In there. Straight. Mm. Right. It, I'm throwing punches. I'm going. It's going to be a long night, and you need to be prepared for it. Let me tell you, them muscles don't like 12 rounds. Them big yeah. old muscles Anthony Joshua got, they don't like 12 rounds. They like four. Mm -hmm. They like knock you out, get out of there, and then go to your after party. Andy mm -hmm. Ruiz is built for an, an avalanche. This guy looks like snowfall. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? This guy is ready for <laughs> the looked, whole time. He looked melted. He looked melted. So a bro. lot of people had an issue with Anthony Joshua being like very smiley after the fight. Like fucking He's an elegant like, man. And I mean that. What were your thoughts on that? I think he is an elegant man and a gracious loser. And, and, and 
he is truly a gentleman. And I mean that in the most complimentary way possible. If you watch him in a, I, I tweeted a bunch of stuff that was super like mean and kind of disparaging <laughs> because I thought he quit like a bitch. Yeah. Right. I mean, but if soft. you, he but, looked, he, he looked relieved to not be champion anymore. That was my thing. There's one thing to be, there's one thing to be gracious and be like, you know what? It was his night. Shout out. Like when he went up there and said what he said to the microphone right then and there, I would have been Beautiful. cool with but like the smiling, the fucking all the other shit. It's I'm like okay with it that. looked like relief. Like yeah. he was like, God damn, thank God, because you, you know, know I'm, I'm I'm cool with uh, you know Andreas why, Hale. Well, you know why? Save him from uh, Wilder. From Wilder. Well, we're gonna get to that because mm. he know he won't. He wasn't real. Dog, he knows his hype. Here's the thing. I'm cool. I'm cool. With Andreas Hale, he who knows runs his hype. Yeah, shout out to Andreas. Who runs the zone, right? Yeah, yeah. So like, he was, I was with him the night Real before. Quick, biggest winners in this entire renaissance is the zone. They just made this no, they're, massive they're, investment they're, into boxing. As you were talking, mm-hmm. that was my number one thought. You know, Indians mad commerce minded. You know who's running that? The, who? John Skipper, who used to run ESPN. So, oh, Skip, what yeah. a fucking mm-hmm. win for them. If you, if what well, you're saying is gonna come I, to I fruition, I would say it's a win. But go on. If what you're saying is coming to fruition, casual boxing fan, they just made this massive investment in boxing. Yep. Si- this fight was on DAZN. Now, all of a sudden, after you made the investment, boxing renaissance, thank God. But, but wait for it. Mm. This is the worst thing that could happen to DAZN. Because you know who is DAZN's uh, captain, leader, their strongest horse? Anthony Joshua. Nah. Yes. They got Canelo. 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 Canelo as well. But Anthony Joshua is their heavyweight, Mm -hmm. right? The interest right now in the division is. Oh, they don't have Fury or Wilder or whatever. I didn't know they had Joshua. So Wilder's on Showtime? Wilder's on Showtime. Fury is an independent contractor, I believe, but Mm -hmm. now they've signed to fight. So we'll get to that one as well. Mm -hmm. But this is the worst thing that can happen to Showtime. The best, uh, to Zone. The best thing that happened to Zone is an easy Joshua win that is just as exciting as the Wilder win, Mm -hmm. right? And then you set up that fight for them in the future, right? Mm. The worst thing is when your star horse pulls up. Did lane. not know he was a horse of theirs. Okay, mm. right? And, okay. And, that, and, that, and listen, he has the UK market on lock. There are people right now listening to this in London, like that's bullshit. It was lucky. No, it wasn't lucky. I'm gonna tell you what. Shout out to my brother-in-law. That was the oh, yeah. best part of this whole thing. I FaceTimed <laughs> him right, right when he's getting knocked out too. Like it was so good. The only thing that could cheer you up seeing a black dude get knocked out is seeing an English guy unhappy about it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I I could tell you casually from a distance, I guess retrospect, but immediately I'm uneasy trusting this dude because he got an upper back tattoo. What kind of shit is that? Yeah, yeah. Ain't no tough guy with an upper back tattoo. That's just a reverse hoe. Listen, <laughs> he does it. <laughs> There's a reverse a, hoe. <laughs> okay, so 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 the situation now is, if if I'm, I think the okay, the greatest thing about this entire situation is that Wilder never gets the chance to fight Joshua, because I really believe in my heart that. Wilder would have murdered Anthony Joshua. Mm. I think, or not murdered, but I think there's a chance that he could have killed him in the ring. Like, I, I, you know, he keeps begging for this kill. That would have been it. <laughs> it I honestly believe it might be. If, if Andy Ruiz, and I'm not trying to knock Andy Ruiz, but he is not as hard a puncher as Deontay Wilder. He is not. That is a fact. If Andy Ruiz knocks Joshua down three times easily in the fight, maybe it was four times, and mm. stops him, Deontay Wilder would change Anthony Joshua's life. Like we're talking about you're you're coming out of that fight different. Like you you sipping vegetables through a straw type shit. I don't want <laughs> We're gonna see what happened to Don Brazil or whatever the fuck mm. that guy's name is, but his life is different now. Yeah. Shit is different when yeah. you get hit that hard. Bro, that shit sounded like a door slam and I can still Damn. hear that let shit me, to this day. Let me ask you a question. To this day. day. Let me ask you a question. <laughs> Ruiz Wilder, that seems like an interesting fight based on what you said. I you know what I want to see more? 
just because Maurice of the size discrepancy. Fury and Reese. So yeah, so this is what we got coming up. We have uh, Wilder Fury. Well, uh, Fury is going to first fight this guy named Schwartz. Just okay. some tomato can. Stay busy. I think that's this weekend mm-hmm. uh, or next weekend, something. Like that. Yeah, June that. something. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's coming weekend. up. Nobody gives a fuck. It's the same as the the Wilder Brazil fight, mm-hmm. right? It's basically like guys. Everybody's gonna watch us fight. The eyes are on us. You guys want to make a few mil? Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. let's just get let's get a few mil. It's like, hey, you got a big show in uh, San Francisco. Let's pick up some small gigs in Sacramento. That's the exact city I was thinking, but exactly right. (laughs) And literally, that's how that's how it goes, right? So it's like, okay, boom, let's both get this check. Now Wilder took this Luis or Luis Ortiz fight, which is very weird, but he has to fight Luis Ortiz. A guy who gave him a lot of problems, a guy who he was losing to, mm-hmm. and then he knocked him out viciously. But he was losing to him. Mm-hmm. A guy who is very good, a Cuban southpaw boxer who can absolutely outpoint Wilder. A guy like Luis Ortiz, I would never want Andy Ruiz to fight. Yeah, that's that's the style that he's not good with. Exactly. Right. Right. Andy Ruiz, you want a guy who's going to come straight and swing. In a lot of ways, Andy Ruiz, if he doesn't get caught, Wilder... Andy Ruiz would be an incredible that's fight. What I was, yeah, that's yeah. what I was hearing from what you were saying. 100%, 100%. I, I just like the optics of Tyson Fury, who's fucking 6'7". It seems mm-hmm. like, yeah. though, from what you're saying, Tyson Fury is just a longer Andy Ruiz. Yeah. He'll just outbox him with the length. But he won't throw the haymakers, and he won't get in there with the punches. Tyson Fury, and nobody wants to say it, but like he's, he's a lot more like... This sounds too crazy to say, but like Ali, in terms of his, he's not as aggressive as Ali. Ali went out there to take you out. Okay. But in terms of his footwork and his boxing ability and his ability to pepper the jab and then hit you with stuff, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? He is way more Ali than he is like a Tyson. You if, know? Yeah, if you're comparing him to greats. We're not saying he's at that level. It's just if right. you're comparing okay. him to him. Ruiz is, is, is Tyson that he knows he's smaller. He's willing to use movement to get in there. And yeah. then when he's in there, he's swinging. And you just want to see length versus getting I, in I there. I just like that weird length. It, you yeah. know, it could be crazy. But that Wilder-Ruiz fight, let's if, say. If Wilder gets by Ortiz. Let's say Deontay Wilder beats Ortiz, right? Let's hope. Yeah. Deontay Wilder fights Fury. Fury. Yeah. Even if one of the let's say Fury wins yeah. and it's a close fight, you're gonna have another one. Of course, yeah. right? It's the rubber now. It's, yeah, it's, it's the right? rubber match. Yeah. So it's like so you're gonna have another one. So let's say Fury wins. Mm. You know what I'm doing if I'm Wilder? Go fight. I take a Ruiz fight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right, which would be massive. Mm-hmm. You do the Ruiz fight, right? What's up? Uh, breaking news: Kawhi Leonard has filed a federal lawsuit against Nike. For? He oh, claims for his, his he designed the logo that appeared on his apparel and Nike copyrighted the logo without his consent. Ooh, okay. We'll, we'll get, get to, to that, that in a second. <laughs> um That's so, not serious. I thought he like died or something. It's like, oh god, no. So wait, where were we? Um Ruiz or Sorry, Ruiz Wilder. Uh, Wilder fight. Yeah. Okay, so so then you have Ruiz fight Wilder while Tyson Fury waits for one more with Wilder. We're talking right. about the next three years of mm. boxing is looking good. And then Sprinkled within that mm-hmm. is Anthony Joshua mm-hmm. trying to climb back. I would yeah. never let him fight a slick boxer. Do not let it happen. You don't. You you really don't think there's no way Joshua can get back to the to where he's at right now. It's his first loss. I don't think he can ever beat Andy Ruiz. I don't think he's good enough. I don't think he's good at boxing enough. And Andy Ruiz does something that Joshua does not like, which is apply pressure. Mm-hmm. Joshua wants to come at you. And he wants he Joshua wants to come at somebody, and he's actually athletic enough and quick enough where you can try to counter him, but you probably won't be able to because he'll get the punch in there. Mm-hmm. But to be pushed backwards, he is not used to that. Hmm. Right, a guy who's six six and weighs as much as him and has legit power, 
Nobody walks forward right. unless you're Mexican. Yeah. They don't know any better. Right. Simple as that. I would never have him fight a slick boxer like Ruiz who's not afraid to get hit. Slick boxer mean not afraid to get hit or good at boxing? Uh, or both? Both. Okay. That's just what I would But I mean, we're talking the next three years of boxing is already settled. Now, gonna, a lot of this does hinge on Wilder winning his Ortiz fight from what I'm hearing. And that could fuck up so many things if he loses that fight, which is a very losable fight. Please mm. don't, don't lose that fight. Now, now Joshua strikes me as the type that enjoyed being the champion, enjoyed like the glitz and the glamour of being like the dude in the UK. Yes. And didn't really have much interest in coming to the United States and being a crossover star. I think he seemed very comfortable in, in his fucking skin and being in the I UK. I tend to... And I feel like... I, I mean, this is me not knowing that much about boxing, right. but I kind of feel like he took this fight lightly and he knew that he thought he could just walk through this dude and I feel like that's why he lost. You really don't think there's no way that he gets himself recalibrated and is like, all right, I'm back, to, I'm back on my bullshit. What I'm hearing from Andrew is... Ruiz is a fighter, right? Mm -hmm. And a fighter who's smart figures you out as the more he spends time with you in the ring. I don't hear that about, I don't hear him saying that about Joshua. So it's like, even if Joshua trains, Ruiz got him figured out. Mm. He just gets it. The more he's, the more rounds he stays in there with Joshua, the more he's just got him figured out. And I, only reason I was thinking that is because I would always see that with Floyd. First three or four rounds, Floyd never watched tape. First three or four rounds were always kind of up in there. Then round about, round seven, round eight, Floyd got you figured out. Yeah. And 100%. so that's why I would think if they had okay. a rematch, and then the rematches, Floyd always washed whoever he was fighting because mm-hmm. so I got him now. The conventional wisdom with, with boxing is if you KO someone the next time you fight, you KO them quicker. Mm. Right? Because now, like you were saying, you got the timing down, and now you felt their power. You know exactly where to be. Mm-hmm. And now Anthony Joshua is not going to be aggressive because he knows what happens if he gets hit. So yeah. if you were backing up a lot in the first fight, you're going to be on your bicycle in the second you fight know, interesting moment by the way that in the corners there when the replay I saw they're showing the corner talks Joshua to what you brought up earlier didn't know he was like what punch got me yeah what you never that? know when you get hit yeah. when you get hit hard like I remember once I got knocked real hard yes. where my vision uh, went blurry mm-hmm. not blurry but it started to spin a little bit and uh, I I thought I got hit with a hook I actually got hit with a right hand wow yeah. <laughs> you don't even know and th- this commonplace like Floyd talks about this in a cool interview there like he talked about when Mosley hit him yeah and he said the exact thing he's like yeah the room is spinning he goes but you have to understand like I've been there hundreds of times so that's nothing to me I'm comfortable when it's spinning mm. yeah like man if you want to get into like how fucked up boxers are there's this guy Vasil Lomachenko yeah you know what Lomachenko his, mm-hmm. all right when his father trains him he drowns him in water he drowns him waterboards him no he's in a pool and right when he's out of oxygen, he holds him under. Whoa. Right? Why? Drago shit. Real talk? He does it because the panic that you feel in that moment, he wants him to get comfortable in. I want you to get comfortable in panic. So when you're in a fight and you're in that fight or flight mode mm-hmm. and you start to feel your brain and animalistic instincts take over it's and go, like survive, survive, <laughs> survive. <laughs> mm-hmm. Take a deep breath. Well, not in the water, but still chill. We got this. You've been here before. Now that's some wow. Russian shit. So you think he's Anthony, the best fighter, right? Pound for pound, pound. pound right now. Yeah. If you're Anthony Joshua's management, right, how do you, no pun intended, get up from this situation? You don't have to because you could have the rematch right away, and that's what Eddie Hearn was saying. Mm-hmm. And they'll probably do the rematch in England, which is stupid because the real big fight is to Mexico. do it in Mexico. Right. And I think Heyman will work that out. But you do it in Mexico, and he knocks him out again in front of 100,000 oh Mexican God. fans. Yeah, he'll never come back from that. He'll never come back from that. That's all right. Uh, dude, a God, but like, we're talking about. I mean, we're saying Ruiz would be a god. Oh yeah, yeah. Yep. Ruiz is going to be a god, and then we're talking about like 
the entire country of Mexico, if they're not already charged up about their heavyweight champ, yeah. it's over. Mm. And then you put this tiny little Mexican dude up against this Wilder 6'7", black guy, American. I mean, it seemed like, like a movie. When it's I'm, a movie. When I'm reading yeah. in retrospect this fight, and to Kaz's point, I would disagree. It seemed to me like Joshua loved the spotlight. He saw himself yep. as a brand. Yep. He's taking the picture with Drake, which we're going to get to later, saying yep. the curse is broken. Dog, I went apparently to Manchester, doing, and he was like the fucking LeBron out well, there. He's on everything. But LeBron, yes, everything. By, you know, as much as I hate LeBron going to the Lakers in this move, like LeBron put in fucking work. LeBron, right. LeBron would grind. Uh, but Joshua, I didn't hear that about. In interviews before this, apparently he was talking about business ventures He's and blah, to come blah, blah. Like, like, who, LeBron? Joshua. The, the idea that that's even on the, that's an <laughs> like even, it was on the junket. But the fact that that's even an idea doesn't tell me I don't care about American fame. Mm. It tells me I like being a star and I want to make this global and I'm a product and let's have fun. Yeah, he's a mm. corporate fighter. Mm. There are certain guys that that's, are corporate fighters yeah, well, yeah. and there are certain guys that are fighters and there are certain guys that can do both. Conor McGregor can do both. Mm-hmm. And while he did lose to, you know, a, a yeah, better fighter, a, he lost to someone who was a better fighter. Connor's still elite. Let's let's acknowledge he was mm-hmm. a double champ. That's very hard to do, especially in, in a in a sport as uh, that has as much turnover yeah. as MMA does. Like, it is yeah. very yeah. volatile. And he ended Aldo when Aldo was the fucking was dude. the shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, no, so, no, no. Respect to Connor, but he could mm-hmm. also market the fuck out of it. And Anthony is an elegant fucking gentleman, and I do not say that as an insult at all. I said as a compliment. This guy is, if you look at him, he is class fucking act. Yeah. Class personified. Gave it up to Ruiz, said it was his night, he was the better man, and all this other stuff. He is fucking classy. I don't need my fighters to be classy. <laughs> I need my fighters to be fighters. Yeah. And yeah. Ruiz, He's a great ambassador. He's, he's an amazing ambassador yeah. for England. He's an amazing ambassador for Nigeria. Yeah. He's an amazing ambassador uh. for the sport of boxing <laughs> or whatever. But... <laughs> <laughs> now he's English. Now he's, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't get him back now, bro. <laughs> but but when you talk about, you got Izzy. I like I like Deontay, right? Yeah. Deontay is gonna say wild shit in an interview, but you know what? I'm a watch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm a watch because he sells the fuck out of a fight for me, bro. And he finishes. Deontay huh. hospitalizes mascots on TV. That's what I want my boxers to be like, especially in the division that was like at, was dying before I got interested in those guys. Like he's the guy who got me back in the heavyweight boxes. Son, heavyweight like, uh, boxing is popping now Mm -hmm. and the great thing is all three of them are engaging personalities Andy Ruiz is this adorable kind of charming guy is a a big believer in God loves God he looks like Fluffy he looks like like Gabriel Iglesias Gabriel Iglesias (laughs) but he's like he's just so grateful he kept saying in the post fight interviews he goes I'm pinching myself man I hope that it's still real like (laughs) he's so endeared he came out in a Knicks jersey look at that how do you not that one? The, the, the other on, one. Bro. Yeah, how do you hate that guy? Come Knicks on. jersey. Look at him. Get them over the Knicks jersey. Up. Come on. How do you hate this guy, right? That's I the mean, champ. that's so dope. So <laughs> just happy. It is the kid from Up, straight up. Yeah. Also, shouts to Deontay Wilder, man. He had a beautiful post. I saw that, too. I that thought was it was really, really dope. cool. Like, yeah. yo, Deontay really acting like a champ, bro. He, this guy is a champ. Dog, man. he had 30,000 followers before and that fight. And now he's half down. a mil, right? 715,000. Yeah, I now. followed. Jesus Christ. Yeah, you have 30,000 followers on Saturday. Go to uh, <laughs> go to Deontay Wilder's... Uh... Bronze Bomber is the Instagram. Yeah, man. Because he had something really cool to say. Really classy statement. There we go. There it oh. is. Click this one right here. Okay, so he goes... You can't scroll up? Oh, no. One second. Sometimes... 
There you go. Okay. He goes, a huge congratulations to uh, Andy Ruiz, basically, for uh, your upset win last night. You've been blessed to come out of the struggle and become the first Mexican heavyweight champion ever. Wow, it's amazing, and I'm wishing you many more blessings to come. P.S., it's all up to you. Which It's all up to, to you in what you do with this huge opportunity. There's many perks that come behind it. Blessings. Uh, hashtag bomb, bomb squad, squad. Hashtag super happy for you. Hashtag to this day. It's like, you, you don't got to do that. You no. could actually trash him. You could you could in this moment go, yo, when you're ready for you, you won't get knocked out. <laughs> you got my, all yo, that he shit. gives it up for fighters historically. Him and Fury, no more trash talk. Yeah. No. I mean, as he said, as he said when he came here, it's like once you get in the ring with somebody, like you There's can't. Else to say. But he also yeah. isn't. He hasn't gotten in the ring with Ruiz yet. No. He just sees a fighter, and it seems like he'll give it up for a fighter. Yep. Yeah. But that's what. Someone who accepts himself as a champion does, right? Someone who still has the chip on their shoulder is someone who's insecure. And they can't compliment another person's great right. victory mm-hmm. because they got that chip. But when you're filled up and you see yourself as the champ, that's not a threat. You're not threatened by that. Mm-hmm. You're like, yo, you got that shit. And you know what? We might see each other. But we- until then, hey, fist up for you. There we go. <laughs> yeah, 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 do your thing. Mm-hmm. There's also something to maybe just like when you love some shit. Like with the way we feel about stand up, we give it up to a motherfucker that's doing the doing the art justice. Got yep, to. and he probably feels that way about the science of fighting. I would assume. God uh, bless, man. We are in a good position for boxing, damn. bro. It is. We're almost it two is hours good. in, we didn't talk about yeah. no finals. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> that's how. That's yeah, how great man. this episode you do, is. You want to hit the uh, green and then. What's that? Well, shout out to this guy who brought us some Starbucks. Oh, yeah. First of all, yeah. shout out to, shout out to his name, Tal Hirschberg yeah. at Starbucks. Hit us with a little note. Dear Kaz, Andrew, uh, Akash, and Alex, over yeah. the past few months, I've heard you talk about us. And the only way you know how, with style and flagrance, we here at Starbucks are big fans of the grind and hustle. You hey. figured you could use some help. Think of coffee as the blue chew of waking up. <laughs> I am based in NY and would love to have you as my guest. Uh, Base and- where? In NY. Oh, New York. That's yeah. what's up, man. Yeah. We're coming through. Until then, let's pray for the next ping pong balls. Keep it tight. <laughs> to be um, fair, he also sometimes added in parentheses, so don't oh, feel, yeah, don't feel bad. <laughs> well, also, guys, this episode is brought to you by Big Original black. Grain, mm. the premier maker of wooden steel watches. Show that shit, Cash. Mm, Show that mm, shit. Mm, uh, mm, uh, mm. Flossy, uh. flossy, flossy. With an unwavering commitment to authenticity, innovation, and next level craftsmanship, Original Grain has some of the most unique watches you've ever seen, like the Whiskey Collection. The only watch handcraft with genuine reclaimed bourbon barrels or the New York Yankees watch made with reclaimed wood from the 1923 Yankee Stadium wooden seats. Yo, the, mm. the baseball watches are lit, bro. For someone who's not a big baseball fan like myself, I can even, you know, give it up and respect. I mean, it's cool you actually have a watch that has a piece of your favorite stadium in there. Uh, also, the, the watches are all starting from uh, just $169 with free shipping worldwide and easy returns. All right, Original Grain is certainly the most unique gift that you can give this Father's Day. Remember, we're not forgetting about Father's Day, okay? Father's Day is important. I know mom's got their day. I know mom's push out the baby, and mom's doing most of the parenting, and moms are probably <laughs> way more important when it comes to having children and what you do with them. That being said, okay, we busted the nut. <laughs> we deserve a day, too. And now is a special limited-time deal for our listeners. You can get 25% off your order at OriginalGrain.com when you use the code, what is it, flagrant. It's flagrant at checkout. Some exclusions may apply. I mean, see the website for details. But again, visit OriginalGrain.com. Get your pops a watch. Get your husband a watch. Get your uncle a watch. Get your boyfriend who got a kid a watch. Even if they don't got a kid, just get one. That's flagrant. Okay? At checkout, it's 25% off. Go to OriginalGrain.com. Back to the show. Mm. Perfect timing. Perfect timing. It's your baby bladder. That's what I'm talking about, man. (laughs) 
That's what I'm talking. We got a long one, long episode today. We still got finals talk. We could have split up the Lisa Ann into two uh, episodes. I'm There's something. That. There's something there. Who knows? We'll figure it out. Who knows? That's that being what, said. Yeah. What? No, I'm just saying. No, let's, let's, let's. You want to put the whole thing? Yeah, let's put the whole thing. It's a freebie. Freebie, you know. Oh, it's, oh it's like a whole long episode. Yeah. I'm saying we could take that interview. We could Make put a half hour parts, out yeah. on this episode. The next episode, next week, we put oh, half gotcha. hour. Because nothing. Gotcha. Okay. Too, you know, time gotcha. timely. I didn't want to put it behind the paywall. That was my thing. I was like, oh, oh no, no, yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah. no, 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 mm-hmm. no, no. Now you know the sex video that she's. Lisa do got with, here with, with her Akash. We would put that on the Patreon. Real talk. That'll be the new fucking six thousand meat, six thousand mark. Lisa got enough videos behind the paywall. Let's go ahead and give some for free. What's one more? <laughs> All right, so from one Drake curse to another, yes. Um, Man, let's see. Finals, Raptors impressive victory. Mm-hmm. Uh, first game, second game. We think it's a wrap. Yeah. Let me say this. Yeah. I said last week. I forget if it was Patreon or regular that KD mm. was not coming back for the series. He's back. No. Drake shows up to game two wearing a jacket. The back of the jacket is Kevin McAllister's Kevin! face. This is Home Alone. Uh, Home Alone. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is his name? Macaulay Culkin. Mm-hmm. And it's his face. And then underneath it says Kevin, question mark, question mark, question mark, exclamation point. Right. Now, what Drake is trying to say is what I told you guys last week, mm. which is Kevin Durant is not coming back. That's his way of tipping the media. Mm-hmm. Because Drake got information mm-hmm. that I may have got. It said that there's no way KD is making it back for this series. Mm-hmm. The problem is... It's the Drakers. <laughs> no, the problem is the boogeyman. That's the problem. We did not think... Let me tell you something. That boogie was going to come back and be the MVP of Game 2, give them 30 minutes or more. It was 26 minutes. Almost 30 minutes. Almost a triple-double. 11 Son. points, 10 rebounds, 6 assists. And when he first came out, by the way, he got three fouls within like the first quarter. Yeah. Or the first which two which like, is what Boogie does. Which is what Boogie does. He'll, he'll foul you. But, <laughs> when you. but when you look at that play, you're like, oh, this guy's tired. tired he's, he's out hurt. of shape. He's hurt. There's no way he's going to be able to mm. you know, keep up the pace, especially in a game when they need him like this. And the guy, you got to give it up. The Let guy dominated. Let me tell you something about Boogie's performance. Steph stepped it up. Clay probably had the best game overall to everybody. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen a lot of people play with that much heart. You could tell that motherfucker was laboring. All the Warriors, man, they play like La- champs. They play I like hate champs, them the most. I actively hate them, <laughs> but they play like champs. They play dude. with fucking heart, bro. Like gotta it wasn't fucking guys, pretty. Man. Gotta love my guys. It man. wasn't. And, <laughs> I, and I'm not even gonna acknowledge Alex. And <laughs> two things are true: the Warriors played like motherfucking champions, and the Raptors got scared. They got and that scared. Third quarter, they played they scared. Looked they look nervous in the third. It was hot potato. Once they hit that run and it was trying to stop it, it was hot potato. Either get it to uh, Kawhi or, oh, try and make the extra other pass, do too much teammate shit. Like, no. I think Kawhi's This injured. is the time he is injured. He's, he's been limping. Jay Williams said in game one, this is the worst I've seen him limp this entire mm-hmm. playoffs. I think Kawhi's injured. And the reason I say that is it's not only the, it's not only the limping, it's the type of offense that he's been providing. Yeah. In the past playoff series, I never saw him get position in the lower block and call for it like he's a seven-footer. No. 
right? Because he's tired. And he's, he's hurting. He, he's I think laboring. he's hurting, and he knows that he's not going to beat you off of athleticism. And the first he's not two going series, for those fades. Think about when, how he was scoring yeah. in the last few. He's the not fade, getting lift on those fades anymore. By the way, the yeah. So guys, up. the fade. What the fade? It's it's different than in football. But what a fade is, you get the ball on. Let's say the uh, three point line extended. Kobe used to make a living on mm-hmm. these, and essentially you drive towards the baseline and then you pull up and then fade away almost out of bounds. Mm-hmm. It is the basketball equivalent of the over the shoulder throw or yep. the. The back, back shoulder throw. throw. Oh, back shoulder. The back mm-hmm. shoulder, shoulder throw. Fade. It's it's an almost unblockable shot. It's essentially a hook shot, but, but you're you know, shooting it. Yeah, if you put, if you give it the arc, you can't you can't block it. You're falling back. You can't if you fade over. It's a foul. You just gotta put your hand up and hope for the best. And then somebody who masters that shot, your MJ's, your Kobe's, your mm-hmm. your Kawhi's. It's really, like, Kobe MJ wasn't a big guy in the fade. He would do the fade away, but he wasn't doing that driving fade. Kobe was mm-hmm. the one who really mastered that shot and did it mm-hmm. effectively to the point where. I mean, there was nothing you could do. Yeah, Steph hits that. So when Steph is really clicking, he'll hit that from three. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, yeah, he'll, 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 he'll fucking, go out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, you you have a situation where the, your best player is injured, and then you go to the other team, the Warriors, it's like their whole fucking team is injured. Yeah. Iggy needs so much fucking credit, but Iggy was barely walking. This is what people don't realize. The, the Warriors have to put him back together again. Mm-hmm. This is Humpty Dumpty. This guy was not <laughs> the heart, walking man, around yeah. the last two days. What they're doing with Steph, Loki, he got rocked on the screen and he was out for like yep. a good oh, couple he was, of days. He was bitching about that. No, that, no, 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 no. That's he got rocked. He went to the That seems like a real, like, if you're playing the finals and you're milking it to the point, Iggy. They, they they went they took him back to the locker room. So if you're playing in the finals and you're like I want to milk this no, screen, he, he yes, continued to play. Yeah, no, he Steph went back to the locker room. Clay went to the locker room. Iggy went to the locker room. Clay didn't come back. Iggy went to the locker room. So that's when I was like, oh, this is real. Because I thought he was doing the thing basketball players always do, where they're crumpled up on the ground for yeah. two minutes over. Yeah. 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 It was like two plays. It LeBron like does it. Harden does it. These guys they're laid out. But when I saw him go to the locker room, I said, okay, you're not milking it. You're wasting time in a game when you need it. But yeah, he's beat up. Clay's beat up. I don't believe Steph had the flu. That narrative just went away as soon as he started I think playing. He was poisoned. <laughs> I'm being dead serious. I'm being. 100% I just. Serious. I think it's the thing. Why? Because that's what happens when you get to this level of basketball. I'm being dead serious. You, you guys don't realize this. Teams at this point in the game will bring their own chefs on the road with them. And you this don't think is, the Warriors are doing that? Yeah, you don't think it's he's his whole diet's controlled? I think what happens is you have two days where you're walking around Toronto and the team isn't going to follow you and see everything that you put in your mouth. I think if you're Steph, you're wow. pretty, you never know. I, I know think Steph what happens be pretty disciplined. is that's a major hot take. From what I hear, disciplined to not eat. No, from what I hear, Steph is the type of guy who'd be like, "Yo, every meal's prepped." Like Kevin Love does that. Yeah. Every meal is prepped. I'm not eating anything out. Every meal is prepped. I'm eating out of this. This yep. is my meal prep. No, but I, you know, you see Steph out. He has a wife. He has a family. Like what I'm saying is, this bitch would have him eating out in the finals. Maybe. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, it, you have Draymond walking around Toronto. You have these guys who are very disciplined in what they eat. Draymond's lost 35 pounds since the middle of the season. Or, uh, yeah. So he's seriously, he's on a diet. But you're in one of the greatest cities in the world. Toronto's a fantastic city. Great food. You're out there eating, and you never know. There might be you know some prep cook who's mm-hmm. like, who's eating? What's the meal? Mm-hmm. Okay, boom, I got you. All I'm trying to say is there are NFL teams, NBA teams that once they get to you know this close to the promised land, 
You control every <laughs> environment that you're <laughs> in. You Real talk. Mm. And you might bring chefs with you if you're going to Golden State. And if you're Golden State, you might bring chefs with you to Toronto because you don't know what a motherfucker might try to do. And I'm not talking about it's organized by the team. I'm talking about it's just crazy oh, fans. Let, let me tell you something. If the Knicks were in the fucking finals. That's why Spike Lee pussy. And Push somebody Reggie. was fucking. Push Reggie. Yo. If the Knicks were in the Soft. fucking finals and somebody seen LeBron walking into a fucking restaurant. You're not rubbing your dick on his food. Yo, you're not what, doing what, some yo, shit. Yo, you're not making sure he's trying to ride the subway. Dead ass, Try to ride the subway, yo. Try to ride the subway during the playoffs. Try to ride the subway during the finals. Lakers against the it's Knicks. It's Toronto. It's your first chip ever. It's your first time in the East Conference Finals. That entire country is behind you. If LeBron's you. on the subway <laughs> and it's in the finals against the Knicks, mm. if one of those little black kids that does a pole dance and don't kick him in the fucking mouth, you're not a real Knicks fan. Dancers? If the train conductor isn't like, LeBron, you're about to stay right here. He said, you're not a real Knicks fan. I thought a different N-word. No, the train conductor has got to be like, bing, bing. Keep the door closed like, LeBron, or LeBron James in one of our cars. So, Yo, uh, if you're a homeless guy that don't shit himself in the car, <laughs> <laughs> you're not a real Knicks fan. You got to shit yourself and throw it out. So I don't, it. I don't doubt that this level of fandom occurs. I believe that. I also just think it's the same thing we brought up where Steph is always hurt when he's having a bad game. Then all of a sudden he catches fire and... Doris mentions it at the end during the post-game interview, but then there's no, Steph is still talking to his trainers. Blah, blah, blah. All of a sudden, he looks great. He looks fresh. Nah. He didn't look sick. Jordan flu game, whatever he, that he, was, he hangover sick. Nothing sick. makes you he feel better me, than him. He really did look sick. He looks sick. He I might be hating. I think he's sweating. I'm You hate. You hate. Because he, he, he looked, looked awful. He, he looked awesome. But... Kawhi also looked awful. Mm-hmm. I've never seen Kawhi have that bad energy. I've never seen Kawhi complain to the refs as much as he's complaining. And when do you complain a lot? Like the old man at the YMCA? When you don't got it physically. You got to use every advantage you got. Kawhi is like... Kawhi, the thing, dude, man. Kawhi played like shit. He was the quietest... I think you said this in the group yeah. tech. It was the quietest 30-point game, yeah. right? He had 34 and 14, and it didn't seem like it made a difference. Bro, <laughs> I mean, like, he I, he was lazy on defense. He mm. was getting beat on pump fakes. It was just not the Kawhi that we're Yo, used to. at the end of the game, the ball went right to Kawhi's hands, Yo, and, 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 and he Sean didn't steal Livingston it. out-jumped you? That's insane. Something's off. Uh, like, Some, also, I've never seen... Kawhi Leonard is the DeAndre Hopkins of of basketball mm. in that I've never seen him lose a jump ball, mm. right? If the, if two guys are going, if there's a corner and DeAndre Hopkins going up for a jump ball, we DeAndre's know who's coming down it. with him. <laughs> the hands are unbelievable, mm-hmm. undeniable. You're telling me Sean Livingston. Who's probably going to retire at the end of this year. <laughs> Sean yeah. Livingston is going to rip a ball out of Kawhi Leonard's hands? That's what champs do, bro. That's a so are y'all do. keeping your prediction or are you trying to cop some please right now? No. Nah, what I are you just, talking I still about? Raps and Six. Oh, you still got Raps and Six. Oh, I'm just saying because you're just playing this all like Kawhi's hurt six. game. No, no, I said no, no, from no, no, jump they're splitting the first two. You did. I said from jump they're splitting the first two. I said they're splitting the second two. Kawhi's going to go into Toronto. pretend you didn't predict a sweep? It's all good though. It's all good. It's all good. It's all good. It's all good. I said they split the first four. Toronto goes into Golden State, wins in Golden State, and then takes it home in Toronto. This, I'm yeah, sticking I said, to that. Is this what I'm thinking? I agree. I, I think I thought Toronto was going to take both home games, mm. but I think that uh, the Warriors win, depending on what the lineup is. Boogie's going to be exhausted and sore. People don't mm. realize this, and he even said in the post game interview, they're like, "How do you feel?" He goes, "Right now, I feel good. Tomorrow, shit, I don't know. I'm going to have multiple so, days off. So, so yeah. So just a, so Boogie." 
Boogie is now playing 30 minutes for the first time in months. And, and he's starting. playing 30 minutes in an NBA Finals 30 right. minutes. That's not 30 minutes regular season. And right? starting. I know. I know. And starting. So, Boogie's going to feel a very different way than he's used to feeling. So, we're not going to get the same energy from Boogie. Is Clay going to even that's play? That's the question. He's going to play. I think Clay, Clay said will he does, play. Yeah, Clay said okay. he doesn't feel like he's going to miss the game. Okay, so, we'll, so, then, we'll so maybe Clay but plays. how effective is he? How effective? Iggy also not feeling great. So now we have a bunch of the players on that team that are not fe- Obviously, Steph will feel better, right? So you have a bunch of the guys on the team not feeling better. I think that Toronto takes one of the two games in Golden State. And I think that Toronto closes it out when they go back home. Mm. Do One of the two. I, I agree. I think if Toronto won game two, the series was over. I think, I think if, they sweep if they win game I two. Think, and it was a winnable game. And it was a winnable mm-hmm. game, and that's what kills me as someone who hates Toronto or hates Golden State so yeah. much. If they lost that game with Clay now popping his hamstring, whatever happened to it, yeah. Draymond's going to be fucking exhausted. Yeah. Iggy's hurt. They're just like, yo, we're de- like, wh- how fucking demoralized? I don't care if you're champs. How demoralizing is that down 0-2? Yeah. Honestly, though, this is this, and the one thing that scares me about my prediction is with all this happening, this is the type of shit where like Steph goes off for like 50. Yeah. Your prediction was Golden State, <laughs> yeah. right? Golden State in six was your prediction. No, you I had Raptors in six. I okay. in six. All of us picked the Raptors? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, word. Uh, um... Look, my, my only thing I was off was I had them I had it ending in Golden State, not winning Game Five because the Raptors have home court advantage. So yeah, I say I, I say had Kawhi shutting down the Oracle and six in the six. Mm. I mean, how poignant, how perfect, how romantic, Very poignant. right? Very poignant. I just feel like I feel like Kawhi's game travels more injured than Steph's game does, and sure. a lot of their injuries do. And I don't sure. think Katie's going to come back. The, and if the, he does come so back, he, so here's the thing that people are making a big deal of, right? Mm. They're like. Uh, the 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 Raptors couldn't win when um or I'm sorry sorry the the Warriors lost to the Raptors but they needed Fred Van Fleet to beat them or something like that. That's Pascal never, had a historically great game. Pascal and Fred Van Fleet, babe, that's never gonna happen again. And it's like okay, fair enough. But the Raptors lost to the Warriors because Quincy Cook, Quinn Cook, or Quinn Cook ended up balling out of his fucking mind. Mm-hmm. And Boogie Cousins ends up balling out of his line. It's like if you're the Raptors and you lose because Boogie plays 30 minutes and balls out of his mind, QC comes off the bench, balls out of his mind, and then you lose the game realistically on a three-pointer from Iggy? Mm. Okay. After you, after they went on a 20-0 run and you're still in the game at the end, it's a two-point game with mm. four seconds left? They played a box-in one like it was fucking D2 college it and it was effective. But but you understand what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, no, I'm saying it to your point of like watching that game, Golden State, hats off. I do think all these injuries, right. like you're saying, that's going to add up. That can get you through that game. I think in a 6-7 game series, that adds up. That's what gives me hope for my prediction. Is right. Like, now, Nick but, what I'm saying is, but what I'm saying is, is, is people are making a big deal about this loss, okay. right? And... Yeah. I don't think it's a big deal, this loss, yeah. right? Because they lost in the exact way. If you had to choose a way to lose, yeah. that is how it's designed. I would like to lose if I'm the Raptors and we have to lose. I don't want to lose to Clay and, and Steph dropping 60 points. I want to lose to Quincy. Quinn? What is it? I don't Quinn even know Cook. his name. Quinn Cook. I want to lose to Quinn Cook Former and Boogie. Dookie. <laughs> I want to lose to Quinn Cook and Boogie. That's how. And, and who's going to hit the back-breaking three? To kill me, not a splash brother, the worst three point shooter on the team. <laughs> yeah. Sure, yeah. and they even said it. Nick That's what Nurse, Nick Nurse said in the post game. Like, it's like we give him ten more chances. I like. I our think chances that we'll be okay, yeah. and it's true. So it's like That's a little disrespectful to a champ, though. Iggy is a champ. 
That sh- any other That's shot. That's a 20% three-point shooter, Yo, though. I'm other, giving him the same The other 47 <laughs> minutes of the game, yeah, take it. Yeah. The other, the other, the last one minute, let me have Quinn Cook try to hit that shot. Yeah. Oh, Iggy, Even if you're a better three-point shooter, Iggy's give me the Robert Ory. guy. Iggy yeah. is this generation's Robert Ory. And anybody who's young watching basketball right now, if you ever heard the name Robert Ory, mm. whatever Iggy ends up doing in these finals or these the, these closeout games and playoffs where he's stripping somebody or hitting big shots or playing immaculate winning defense, plays. that's it. That's, that's what Robert Ory to do. Big they play Dre. Dre. Mm-hmm. They play Dre. And Championship he, winning plays is what Robert Ory is doing, whether it's the big shot, whether he goes off for like 10 in the fourth quarter. Like, that was that's big shot why, Bob. That's what he would do. That's why, to me, at the end of a game, I like my chances of Quinn Cook or fucking, what's yeah, his name, Kevon Looney taking that shot. 100%. I'm, I'm on Nicky. Looney's out too. And people act like that's not a big deal. No, that's but a it, big deal. That's they're deal. beat up for the that's first okay. time. They're beat up in the finals. Yeah. Severely beat up. Yeah. Everybody's beat up when you get to the finals. They're injured. Yes. Right? Like, nobody's feeling great at the end of a season. Mm. But they are injured to the point where it's like, if this was regular season, would you play? Probably not. So what's going to happen game three? We'll find out together at oh, Vinyl. <laughs> That's right. At the flagrant finals, yes. As promised, you talked about on Patreon. But this Wednesday, New York City, if you're in town, or if you're coming out of New York City, whatever, uh, Vinyl. All of us will be there starting at 7 o'clock. Shout out to Tito's Vodka. They'll be supplying the libations for everybody to drink. 7 to 8 free drinks. Free drinks for everybody who gets in there. So get there early. Get your drink on. Come hang out with us. There's lots of food. It's a great place. Big fucking projector TV. Bunch of TV screens. going to be really dope. Come and kick it with your boys. Uh, Eden will be there. Alex. Eden will be in there spinning as well. Um, yep, yep. It's going to be a fun. It's going to be an asshole-filled night. We're all going to watch the game together. And uh, we're probably going to do more of these things in the Where future. You can get tickets on uh, Eventbrite in my bio and uh, you know and Akash's, Andrews, everybody. But we'll tweet the link out. It's in the Patreon. It's in the um, Discord. It's everywhere. So uh, just pull up to Vinyl on Wednesday, June fifth at uh, seven o'clock. That's when the open. So the game. So the game starts at eight. Mm -hmm. And again, let me clear this up. Seven to eight, Tito's is sponsoring some free drinks. It's just Tito's. Mm-hmm. Don't get so fucked up, you get kicked out. <laughs> you get kicked out. We've had to yes. do this. Vinyl's right? a big. Had to do this in the past. Vinyl got Don't some real security asshole. too. They will get you the fuck oh, out of here that's quick. That's it. Very yeah, yeah. quick. Okay. Mm-hmm. Make sure you know what you're doing. Make sure you can control yourself. Yes. Come hang out with your boys. Go get tickets. The tickets are what? Ten bucks. Ten bucks. It's yeah, nothing. Yeah, yeah. Do you know mm-hmm. why we have tickets? So that motherfuckers. That so should be there will be there absolutely okay definitely. that's what you do and okay? last I looked we were half sold out already so by the time this drops tomorrow I'm sure it'll be done so but I would go very quickly <laughs> go very quickly go get that shit watch it this is the flagrant finals we've been doing this uh, well we did this last year but we're gonna do this every second single annual year. Second, second annual, annual flagrant finals now there's something I want to add I don't know how to add it and I know it's illegal but <laughs> I want to add <laughs> so you want to say it. gambling. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to do it, but I want to add a gambling element to this. I want to have a bookie that we run, a bookkeeping service that we run. I don't know how to do it, and I can't do it because I know I'll just lose all the money <laughs> because I'm sure that there's you know amounts that you have to do a spread and all these different types of bets. But I want to essentially be a bookie for these parties because we'll do these parties around these big events, and I think it'd be very cool – for people to gamble, but also find interesting, weird shit to gamble about as well. Um, prop prop, prop bets—is that yeah, what they're called? So bets. cool, prop bets as well. So, if there's any of you that are are, are very well informed about gambling, and you'd like to help explain and maybe lend a hand and maybe run it for us, 
um, reach out and let's cook up something cool. Take some is, side bets. Wa- yeah, it is wildly illegal money. what we're Fuck pre- it. you know <laughs> saying that we're going to do here. I'm aware <laughs> of that, but I think it'd be a very cool thing for this intimate community-based party that we're throwing. Again, we're only going to be 125 people in there, something like that. And as these parties expand, maybe they grow, but. We're going to add a casino element to this shit. Maybe it's not this time. Maybe it's the next time. But we need someone to help us with it. So let's do some illegal shit. Let's do it. Um, I think it's also important that we pay some bills out here, bro. God, we got so many bills. You know, because the Army supports. I love it. You know? Two, there's, there's some very spitting, very fitting sponsors today. Absolutely. First, we have Blue Chew with Lisa Ann. Mm-hmm. Then we had watches made of wood. <laughs> <laughs> and now we have the only it's porn the star almost as famous as Lisa Ann. Which is? Ray J. In 2000, <laughs> it's 2019. Everyone needs a great pair of wireless earbuds. But before you can go dropping hundreds of dollars on a pair, you need to check out the wireless earbuds from Raycon. I have them. I love them. It's uh, for, to be honest with you, I haven't lost them. I don't know why you don't lose these Raycon ones, but you lose the competitors that I probably can't mention. But, I mean, I've spent an abs- absurd amount of money on the competitors you know, AirPods, I think. That Don't trust nothing white, man. Do you know? What is that? Don't trust nothing white. <laughs> <laughs> My Raycons it's are white. like business, baby. <laughs> but uh, I'm sure there's a white guy involved in this business. <laughs> but uh, uh, Raycon earpods start about half the price of any other premium wireless earpods on the market. And they said the shortest amount of time, by the way, I've had AirPods is in nine hours. What? I got a new po- pair of AirPods. One flight. It was one flight, and they were, they were done. So... That's what happens. Raycon's E50 wireless earbuds have totally changed the game for me, okay? Because I have them still. <laughs> They're so comfortable, easy to take anywhere. They don't fall out of your fucking ears like the competitors. They actually get locked up in there. They have different sizes to make sure they lock in effectively. It's great. Um, I think that, in my opinion, they're very stylish. They're very discreet. They look good. They do look good. No dangling wires. Mm-hmm. You know, stupid stems. All right. Raycon offers the wireless earbuds for everyone in a range of fun colors and at unbeatable prices. Go to buyraycon.com slash flagrant2 to get 20% off your code. Now, if you go to buyraycon.com slash flagrant2, all right, there's gonna have, they're going to have like a promo code thing that's going to already be in the website. It's a little bit confusing. I don't know why the hell they do it like this. Uh, you know how we usually just do the promo code flagrant. I talk to them, and this is how they want to do it. It's basically a landing page. So the website, it's already baked in. Just It'll be self-explanatory when you go. Go to buyraycon.com slash flagrant2, okay? And make sure you get your 20% off your Raycon wireless earbuds. Let us know how they work. If they're killing a few, like they're killing it for me, we want to make sure you guys are happy. All right? We want to make sure you guys are happy. That's the most important thing with these products. If you guys love them, if you guys are into them, we're going to keep working with these companies. And if you don't, then we're not. So Proof's in the pudding, guys. Simple we only as support that. shit that we like. As simple as that. And there has been companies that we said that we did not want to work with. You know? Um, so this one is one that I believe in and I support. So I want to make sure you guys fuck with it as well. Uh, one more time. That's buyraycon.com slash flagrant2. Um, back to this finals talk. Um, talk to me. I think the Clay Thompson injury is a big deal. I think, first of all, it's hilarious that he got it flopping. I right. think that's so <laughs> fucking perfect. Right, right. Not just for the Warriors who flop. Every star flops. Watching Steph jump into fucking whoever and try to draw fouls all game was infuriating. And then seeing a player get injured flopping, the whole league needs to see this. Mm. Every star. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, he only has himself to blame. He literally <laughs> kicked his leg out mm-hmm. so that he could get a foul. It didn't hit, so his legs were spread. And then when he landed, he did like a split. Yeah, and then he pulled his hammy in that way. And to be honest with you, I don't think he's going to be ready. A hamstring. I I know football better than I know basketball, and I know they're very different sports. Right. But football, a hamstring is a real fucking problem. Keeps you out weeks. Yeah. Because yeah. even Especially when you think gu- it's good, you aggravate it constantly. Like. The Cowboys always have hamstring injuries, and the players always aggravated. They take a few weeks off, three weeks off even. They come back for a game, aggravated. I know different muscles. I know all of that. Right. But I do know hamstrings are tricky from – that's my understanding in a different sport. Yeah, even if he does come back, man, like he's got to guard some of the – he's got to guard Kawhi. He's got to run around screens a lot. Like you're not going to get – you're not getting that burst off the leg with a, with a bum hammy. Even and if even if he's not guarding bit. Kawhi, he's he's guarding what? Danny Green? And if I'm that, if I'm the if I'm Nick Nurse, I have Danny Green running everywhere. Yeah, Danny oh, – I mean, Danny sure. Green is like a homeless Clay Thompson. So, like the way they play. He's not as nearly as effective, but as far as like offensive, the way they run him, just off a million screens, getting corner yep. threes and all that shit. Homeless Clay Thompson is perfect. Same shit. I would keep my <laughs> most physically fit two shooting guard to swing position. Mm. On the court at all times. So whether it's Iggy or Clay, we are running them ragged on weak muscles. Mm. 100%. 100%. Just constantly, nonstop 100%. going. Yeah. All this being said, I feel like the Warriors win game three. I think this is a game that Steph has. I think this is this is the the stage is fucking set for Steph to have that fucking game that we've all wanted him to have in the finals, or yeah. I've all been waiting for him to have. Yeah. In the finals, a forty slash shocked. fifty slash game. I'm not shocked by it. I I, I wouldn't be that surprised if mm-hmm. that happened. I'll be honest. Even with a depleted team, I wouldn't be that surprised if they lost that game. I I just think that. The Raps get out of there with one or two. Yeah, I think so, too. I think they split the first four, and then uh, the Warriors go into Toronto, lose one, lose one, and they lose the chip at home. And they shut down Oracle after that. Kawhi. That, that make me so happy that you <laughs> oh, left can... the most loyal fan base, arguably, in basketball mm-hmm. outside of Toronto. For God. And then yeah, so that's That'll be the last game in Oracle, and for what they did to Ka- Kawhi's ankle two years ago. Kawhi shuts down the arena. Wow. And that's the game. That would make me and so that's happy. The series. I don't know that it happens like that, but that would make me so happy. It'll be poetic justice. It's poetic. It'll be poetic justice. I forgot justice. that it goes back and forth like that. Yeah. yeah. It's five, six, seven. Uh, it won't be six uh, in the six. That's so mm-hmm. stupid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just make them No, it's better than it was before no when it was reason. fucking two, ho- well, two games yeah, and people three, hated two, three two. in the middle, and then it was the last two at home. That sucked. Why? Because if you won one of the first ones, then you had home court advantage. Then you have the home court advantage. Yeah. I guess that makes sense. Mm. Yeah, I just hate all that extra tra- travel. But and they only again, did that because they like love milking it, stretching yeah. this shit out. They only did that weeks. because all like the Eastern Conference teams were like all the way in the East, and there was like the Lakers. So it was like the travel schedules were Insane. were brutal. So that's why they did like that. But it's basically the same thing from the Bay to Toronto. So yeah, yeah. we we also the the Clay video where he comes out and talks shit to Drake. It's pretty funny. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Beautiful. Not what talking loud now, are you, Aubrey? Bumass. Bumass. It's funny because he's so not gonna trash talk, yeah. but like. He seemed affected. Like, I liked it. He went out there after him, and he's like, you lucky I popped my hammy. Otherwise, it would have been worse. Like, I liked it. And he Dra- said Drake, that? Drake was like, hey, yeah. you played a good game. You played a good game. And he was like, yeah, that was light, too. He that said, was that was light work. <laughs> that was light work. You lucky I popped my hammy. That's light work. Drake yeah. it was just like, it's okay. It's still one-to-one. Like, Drake is just, it's just a funny, yeah. corny, light-skin trash talk exchange. <laughs> <laughs> but it's still funny, and like, I like the fucking, yo, fuck you. Yeah, it was beautiful, and and that trash talk kind of makes me think because because KD was waiting for Drake. Drake was deep yeah, down KD there. Yeah, KD waiting for him. KD, KD didn't even KD say was, shit. No, no, he was he was talking with. He shit was saying about something quietly that we didn't hear. Yeah, yeah. Whatever it was, whether it was good or bad, I don't know. But he, he said something. Quietly. He was just doing like the yeah. I was like, all right, we'll see you in the bay. He's like, all right, all right, and right. then that's what makes me think KD's gonna be. He's gonna play. 
I think he's gonna be ready to go. So, so I think he's gonna be. I think he plays in one of those we're games seeing, in Golden State. We're seeing KD likely back for game three or four, which makes me think game four they're saying is likely. They're just saying that so that Toronto wastes time preparing. It's <laughs> no different than football, where they're like, yeah, yeah, we think he's gonna play. In they my experience, it's always questionable, never probable. The probable always means they're gonna play. Questionable means, well, we don't know. We'll see. I think it's all games. That being said, when when betting becomes legal, this is all going to change. Would it be legal? Wednesday? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. But like when it becomes legal and like and sanctioned by the league, mm-hmm. you're not going to be able to lie about injuries because those injuries could affect drastically the affect, affect legal the line, mm-hmm. and they could affect the spread. So. That whole game of coaches pretending someone's injured or saying somebody isn't and then they're not playing, like when you got a million dollars on the line, mm-hmm. when Vegas got a million dollars on the line or millions of dollars on the line, it's like, nah, we're not going to do that, Steve Kerr. <laughs> you might get dudes pulled up on yeah, over some shit like that. Isn't that the same thing football does? What do you mean? Patriots like, do it all the time. Yeah. yeah, but it's not legal to gamble on it. Oh. Tom Brady's been on the fucking injured list for like 12 years. Yeah, that's what like I think you were saying. Like probable yeah. or some yeah. shit. Yeah. See you in the Bay, Aubrey, with your bum ass. That's the, that's that's the play line. See you in the Bay, Aubrey, with your bum ass. And he like enunciates <laughs> it. It's so tonight. funny, man. Wasn't talking yeah, down. Wasn't talking today. Yeah, Yo, but. KD's ankles are so skinny, man. Skinny like when he guy. walks around in those those little uh, high well, water uh, sweats. The, uh, uh, the tech God, It's shit. shocking he's athletic. <laughs> doesn't he look so Somali? You, but you, just, like, you were just talking about wiry strength. That's what he has. Like I know it's still shocking. Like yeah. when you look at Anthony Joshua, you're like, oh, that's a fighter. Yeah. When you look at you know Tommy Hearns, you're not like, oh, that's a fighter. Mm. It's just shocking. What I'm saying is Anthony Joshua looks like a better fighter yeah. than he actually is capable yeah. of because of his physique. And the he same thing like with a KD. Bucks, yeah. Yeah, like you opposite. look at KD's ankles, you're like, there's no way he could do a crossover. He'll just break his whole shit in half. Mm. But he is. A skinny, wiry guy. Yeah, strength though. There's a lot of strength in those in the, in, the, in that Apparently. wiriness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's kind of like fucking. Uh, it's like fucking cable wires. Like they look like they're fucking weak, but you pull them shits like three of those or four of those together, and it's strong look as how fuck. Skinny those it's like legs a kendo are. stick, like those fucking Singapore canes and shit. Yeah. His thighs and calves yeah. are the same size. 100%. Yeah. <laughs> He's really crazy. Yeah, he looks like a Tim Burton character. <laughs> Doesn't he? Like Jack that Skellington? The Nightmare, Nightmare Before, before Christmas? Yes. Nah, Slenderman. That was the He's movie. He's Slenderman, yeah. dude. That's how they tried to nickname him. They he did? Yeah, Slenderman and Slim Reaper. Slim Reaper. Slim Reaper. Reaper. I'm, I'm so mad he didn't run with Slim he Reaper. Didn't want it. Oh, that's a Slim Reaper was such a what, fire what stupid ass nickname did he want? Uh, the servant. The servant. Oh, like a God? religious shit. Yeah, I was like, why oh. would you do that? But yeah. Slim Reaper was such a fire. I like nickname. the Pegasus I personally. <laughs> I think it's a great nickname. Pegasus. You know, he's graceful. Oh so, floats about the Pegasus. Are we going to talk about this lawsuit? Oh I'm, yeah, yeah. So this uh, might affect him during the finals. You think yeah. so? Kawhi. You got like, his people I mean, handling that. Kawhi's a robot. Oh, don't he come near that shit. <laughs> Listen, and when they say Kawhi's suing, they mean Kawhi's people. Yeah. He probably doesn't have no idea. He probably just saw this with all of us. Like, damn, I guess I'm suing Let's him. be honest. <laughs> right? You want to get the most traction in a lawsuit so you could settle outside of court. They're not really going to fucking court over this. So if I'm Kawhi's lawyer and I know the entire world is watching Kawhi Leonard right now uh, because it's the finals, I have this lawsuit ready to go for months. Mm. Oh, you're telling me I could drop it during the finals? Hell's fucking yes. Fuck. 
Let's go. So this is complete strategy by his team that he has no. I mean, maybe he's you know on board with him and, and you know saying okay, you can do this, but this is strategy, man. And I bet New Balance is involved in it as well. Absolutely. Yeah. Why not? Absolutely. New Balance is like, hey, this would be the right time. Do it. Use we'll these lawyers. The lawyers. Go for, yeah. Did you see to. their? Uh, did you see their billboard outside of Toronto? I mean, outside of Oracle. Yeah. What did it say? Tight. There's a picture of him in fucking Times New Roman font, and it said like X on Orlando, X on Milwaukee, X on uh, whoever they played. Uh, the Sixers, X on Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. It said the King of the North is coming, like yeah, right over fucking great. Oracle. It was hot. Right. I'm like, that's God damn. Did y'all see the picture? Well, I sent it to you guys, but mm. if you go to Steph Curry uh, and his post game interview, ooh, oh, keeping it real fucking tight, keeping it man. Tight, keeping it flagrant with that hat. Infiltrating, bro. Infiltrating. I'm we everywhere. I don't care. We what, everywhere. I don't care what you think it looks like. That's that's the fucking keep it tight sign. No, that's dude. flagrant too, bro. Big fan. That's a big fan. <laughs> big big Illuminati, bro. We oh, the ass Illuminati. We the everywhere. <laughs> this is our sign, and this is flagrant motherfucking too. And Steph out there, and you know what? Steph is part of the army, and yes, if he sir. is, we accept him. We're yes, radically sir. inclusive over here at flagrant yeah. too. Still root against him, but we accept him. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I'm only rooting for your post game. You know what? <laughs> you, you ain't wearing that hat during the game. <laughs> if you wore it during the game, Warriors in five. <laughs> <laughs> Easily. Real talk, bro. Real talk. Look how cool Boogie Cousins is. That's a cool That's motherfucker a sharp right dude, there, bro. Like, He's pulling the whole thing off. He looks oh, like the Fresh shit. Prince, but it's scary. <laughs> Yo, he really killed it. That fit, the glasses, yeah. you know? The he looks Prince. like Hunter S. Thompson. <laughs> the, <Crip Prince>. <laughs> <laughs> the fresh Crip of Bel Air. Uh, <laughs> the fresh Crip of Bel Air. <laughs> oh, so man. dope, man. So dope. Anyway. Marcus Buzzins. The Marcus <laughs> Buzzins. <laughs> um, oh, man. Let me ask you this last last. Two things that aren't necessarily next year related. Yep. Kawhi limping. Is yep. it an injury or is it the shit from last year flaring up? Because I, I remember last year, whatever quadriceps thing he had, it was a limp on his left leg. And I feel like that's a leg he's limping on. Mm-hmm. I think it's tendonitis. Okay. Which is scary if you're going to sign him to a max deal. You got to sign him, but like that's a thing that comes back. I think it's tendonitis. And this is one thing you got to worry about if you sign a Ka- Kawhi. You know he's not playing all 82 games. You know he's going to have load management. Yeah. Oh, so like 100%. you're signing him for like. 100%. But you signed for 60 because you only yeah. need 55 to make the playoffs, right? Yeah. Or less. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think I think it's tendonitis, and I think it's you know just something they're going to have to manage, and they're mm. going to have to work it every single day. And that's the pain in the ass about traveling is when you travel, you lose a whole day of working on Kawhi. Mm-hmm. And you lose a whole day of working on any players you have that are injured. When you're playing at home, like the best thing that could have happened for the Warriors is that they were struggling after that first game, and then they had three days in Toronto yeah. mm-hmm. to get right. Right. You know? Now you got what is it? Uh they got two days. days. Well, no, they have so it was game Monday, was yesterday. Tuesday. Monday, right? Tuesday, yeah. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. So yeah. the game was yesterday, mm-hmm. and then one, two, and then the game's the third day. Yeah. Right? So you lose one of those days in travel. You, we're talking about it's a six-hour flight yeah. plus three-hour time difference. That's yeah. a not you know oh no you get three hours back so you mm. lose a half day that's and you lose a half day with them sitting down in a fucking uh, in a look he's probably getting worked on on that charter flight. How much work can you get like mm. we're t- when you look at when you look at NBA like air airplanes right like mm. you've seen the players in the airplane it don't look that spacious it's not that luxurious it's like maybe yeah. they got some economy plus but no, I'm not seeing like them laid out. 
They're not sleeping. They're not, they're not, it's not sleepers, but they take like they take like a bunch of seats out of a regular plane or something like that. There's enough room for legs, yeah. but it's not like they're getting work done. It's not like there's a, a massage table a massage in the back table. where they're getting it, which is all he should be doing. I don't he know do why that doesn't exist in every team. Like Mark Cuban. Well, it's a cross-country flight, so if they know they're going to be on the plane for about six-plus hours, I'm, I'm springing for the big fucking plane so people can get worked on. Well, they have their own jet. If I'm the GM. A, a they got thousand. Their own plane. And they do have their own, they do have their own jet. They okay. do have their own plane. But what I would do, if like, you, like you're saying with Mark Cuban, is like what you probably should do is have a jet, and instead of that room in the back that people would put a bed, put a physical therapy room in the back of it. Mm-hmm. Have a bunch of places where people get stretched out, people get work done, because sitting in that seat ain't going to do anything good for that tendonitis. Mm-hmm. Work it. Get you in that cryotherapy machine or whatever the fuck that is. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. I don't know. All I'm saying is, this first game, I don't think it's going to be good. I think you're going to get some ugly basketball. Oh yeah, you're going to get some ugly basketball. That's, that's why I say, with all those injuries, the only person who's, who should be good to go by that game is Steph. Like the the table is set yeah. for him to have a monster fucking game, and if he doesn't, yeah, that that. It's going to get hot for him. Yeah. It's going to get hot for him. Because yeah. then it's like we're waiting on KD. And if KD's 60% when he gets back, well, it's, it gets shaky. It gets shaky. And you know who's actually uh, not getting enough smoke at all? Kyle Lowry and Marcus Gasol. We got off the Kyle Lowry smoke situation because he made it to the finals. Mm-hmm. Right? And he played well. Mm-hmm. And Game one, he, all he did was take some big charges. Mm-hmm. They were big. Which is what he does. Listen, that's what he does, and he's effective. He got a couple charges, I think, mm-hmm. in game two as well. And like defensively, you're like, okay, he's hooping. Yeah. And he's getting the ball around and things. But then you look at his stat line, you're like, huh? If he doesn't points? have at least, <laughs> I think he needs at least two good games to win the series, points-wise. 100%. 100%. At least two. 100%. And Fred Van Vliet's been like carrying them offensively as well. He didn't shoot as well if as they he did win this last series, game. you're going to take his second son and make him the motherfucking keys <laughs> to the city. Yeah, yeah. He was struggling before this little boy was born. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That boy got to sit up at the fucking draft lottery like the kid from Cavs. No, Van Vliet is, is balling and he has, yeah. has high IQ and he's... Like you can tell, I think in the playoffs when the buttholes get tight, you need high basketball IQ. Winning basketball, he he played for Wichita State. Yep. Like they won, they went to the Final Four, yep. mid major team. Like that shit comes into play when but it comes to the playoffs. He's aware, like what he's doing. Like you can really see certain guys out there. Like there's a guy that who's incredibly athletic. Uh, his name is Norman Powell. Yes. Yeah. But very average basketball IQ. He gets caught up in the momentum of the game. He'll drive to the basket recklessly without knowing really what to do, jump in the air, then hopefully find a pass. He's taking poor shots. Sometimes mm-hmm. they land, sometimes they don't. But that's a situation where you, you as shitty as Marcus Gasol is playing, his basketball IQ is elite. Mm-hmm. It's a good game one, Gasol. Yeah, yeah, points. Yeah, but uh, game two, yeah, game, game two, game, one, game two. Boogie outplayed him. Boogie bodied him, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So game two, shitty ass game. But he's not going to make mistakes. Like Kawhi, even though he had a quiet thirty, and there was a couple, he had a couple turnovers. He has elite basketball IQ. Kawhi will get to the basket, but he won't leave his feet unless he knows where the ball is going. Mm-hmm. A guy like Powell, and there was one point where they yanked him out of the game, they brought Kyle back in, and then Kyle ends up fouling out. Yeah. But a guy like him, I don't know, man. I. If I'm I'm limited minutes. I'd, Listen, I'd actually that game, that game was lost in the third quarter when they went on that when 20 they went on that twenty something run. Yeah, and if they don't find a way, if they don't have an answer for the third quarter Warriors, who people said is like the thirty first team in the NBA because they're completely different. Right, like if they don't have an answer for the third quarter Warriors. They they have no chance. It's a game of runs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, basketball is a game of runs. You have to be able to withstand runs from each team, and that's something that a lot of people watching the game um, they don't, don't aren't familiar with basketball. Uh, often comment on and they go oh well here come the Warriors no no mm-hmm. this is here comes a team yeah the Raptors are going to make a run 
The Warriors are going to make a run. It's a game of runs. You just want to make sure you make the last run. And the Raptors did. Mm-hmm. The, the Raptors made the ra- last run, and they got beaten. To be honest, they got beaten by a three, by a guy you want taking a three. Yep. If Iggy misses that shot, they're down two with five seconds left with the most clutch player in the league right mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. They're at least getting a foul on home court. They're at least getting a foul. You're going to get a foul or yeah. you're going to get a good shot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, we'll watch game three together on Wednesday if you're listening to this today on Tuesday. Guys, so, thank you so much for listening. This yes, has been sir. another episode of Flagrant 2. Pull up to vinyl, man. I want to we'll see, see all you all New there, Yorkers, man. bro. Go get them tickets right now real quick. Uh, and that is all. Peace. God bless.